don't like that there's like now for some reason male characters are bumbling idiots more often than not I was like it wasn't the thing is the big part it wasn't a Wanda wasn't doing that to anybody it wasn't the main characters that did it it was this side character that that I feel railroaded the whole show. Yeah, I have no problem with him being a bumbling idiot, though. Like, I have no problem with that, because that happens in, in all shows. Like, every show yeah, on do. major like, network I television hate. has that guy. And, like, male, male shows, maybe they have, like, the, the comedic relief, but even then, I never do like it. I think it's yeah. like, well, that's the guy that has to be the fall guy every time. Like, again, the FBI agent, like, why was he just a moron? He wasn't a moron. Like, he, he's an FBI agent. <laughs> what, are you talking about the guy who ran S.W.O.R.D.? Or are you talking about Jimmy Woo? No, Jim, Jimmy Woo or whatever. Yeah, but he's always kind of been a dummy. I mean, again, he doesn't need to be, but cast, like, but then don't make him a fucking FBI agent. Make him, yeah, make him something make him else. A lackey or something. I don't yeah. know. Or and then again, the big guy. All he would do is tell Monica, "You should have had this job. You should have had this job. I suck. I suck." It's like you're the guy, though. You wouldn't talk like that. And then he's the one that made mistakes. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking yeah. about the main dude who brings her in the very first yeah. time. Like, what was his he, name? He, he makes sure that he explains to her that he sucks, and if she was around, she would have got the job. She's way better at it than him, and I don't deserve it. And you should be doing this. Turns out he's a bad guy, but he wasn't really a bad guy. He was doing exactly what he should have done for the yeah. government. Yeah, he's a little supplicant in the beginning. That. She's a threat. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I think. I think you're just reading too much into bubblegum. Like, I think at some point, like, you're just, you're going to get shit TV, and this just happens to be one of those cases where there's a lot but of shit. All that stuff could yeah. have been just ignored. They didn't need to write it in. The Wanda storyline was great. It was an internal struggle for her. They could have just been, like, the crazy observe and report and try yeah. to get through. But, I could see that. But, you know, and it's like, he can still play the guy, but he's not a villain, and they arrested him. Why'd they arrest him? He was doing his job. He's that that's an issue too. He is just doing what the government sent him to do. Yeah, and, and then yeah, yeah. so he tries he decides he's gonna get away like a getaway villain and hop in a vehicle and <laughs> speed out of there and it's like my bullets didn't work, I better run. Like it was like a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> he, at the end then, it does and then devolve. The physicist crashes into his truck with a delivery truck that yeah, probably yeah. barely goes sixty kilometers an hour and obliterates it and stops him from getting away. It does devolve into into like a little cartoonishness at the end there. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, but then Wanda's fight was fine. The Vision yeah. fight was fine. All yeah, the yeah. stuff is fine. The way the show ended was great. Like, so, so many better parts. And they still had to add Monica's little tidbit. Hey, we're buds, right? Cool, awesome. Like, no, she's irrelevant to the whole story. <laughs> the whole thing. She didn't need to like, be there. She, she saved the day, get her out of there. It's yeah. about Wanda. You know? like, but her character, you're right in the sense that her character doesn't need to be there. Well, yeah, they just yeah, yeah. Forced, forced it into the plot. I'm like, cool, introduce a character, but look at how Marvel used to introduce characters. They gave them some mystique. They didn't go like, look at this fucking super badass, saving the day, learning new things, getting powers. Like, I, That's literally, man, halfway through the show, I was like, what's next? They're going to give her superpowers? What did they do? They gave her superpowers. They gave her superpowers. Yeah. So I, I started I don't know, to just, like, see it ahead of time, and then I'm like, okay, this is why I can't binge watch shows. Cause oh, for sure. Four or five episodes in, I start being able to predict how the show is going to go. But that's everything. And then I'm like, well, I'm an asshole because now I'm mad and I should just enjoy it. And no, man, I, I'm not saying that you're an asshole for for enjoy for being mad at it. But I just think like it's such a trope for television that you're getting you're getting mad you're you're getting mad unnecessarily because this is going to happen in every show all the time. Well, and that's half the time why I don't watch it. Everyone's like, why don't you watch shows? I'm like, because this happens too often. Like, rarely do I find a show that really just like blows my socks off. I'm like, it's an emotional response out of me that's actually good. Like, I still reference Breaking Bad, man. That show to me was just like, what am I watching? I can't figure out what's going to happen, you know? Well, that was like my, uh, like why I enjoyed The Mandalorian so much. You had a bunch of characters didn't make dumb choices. Like every character yeah. in that show makes like an intelligent choice, but it's ultra but then, rare. And if mistakes were made, they yeah. learned from them. They weren't like, I told you my idea was right, even though you thought I was wrong. It's like, no, man, you learn from fucking yeah. up. Like, I don't know. I guess, that, that, like, I, I just, my, my, like, I'm not, again, I'm not 
shitting on your take. I'm just saying that like that's every show though. Like that's yeah, every like, I show. Have to, I have to. I have to I understand. Like yeah. I have to just like look past it. But yeah. again, this is why I don't watch most television that oh, comes for out. Sure. But then the show itself is not bad. That's what's even more frustrating. All the little the cute like. The, the Easter eggs, all yeah. the neat ways they tied everything together, all the everything, which is yeah. so clever. And then they're like, oh, we got to force feed this in for you. You got to know about this character. Like, no, why couldn't you do it better? They just slander in there. Like, that's how I felt yeah. about it, man. I'm like, they just added an extra layer that didn't need to be there. Yeah, you're they, not wrong. I don't like again. Like I don't. I don't think any of your points aren't valid. Like all your points are valid. I just think that's just that's TV now. Like, it, that's well, why I stopped. That sucks though. Like the, it like, does. It, I probably wouldn't even have a complaint with the show if they didn't add that character in. It was so blatantly intrusive to me, right? Like, I'll tell you what. I don't even mind the character so much. And even the introduction of the character and even the character's backstory being like, I don't. I honestly don't think she's quote-unquote a Mary Sue because we don't know her backstory. We don't know where it's from. Yeah, but hold dude, on. Hold on now. super intelligent. Yeah, but hold on. I don't think you need the supplicant with the, uh, the guy telling her like, you know, if you were here, you'd have had this gig. That was unnecessary. Um, the whole thing with the alien spacecraft, the moon rover thing, just showing up based on her designs at the drop of the hat, that was super weird. Like there are there oh, yeah. are better choices they could make within the story to do the character justice. Like there are there are things you could do to make that character better or digestible or acceptable without just making her like super heroic, like not like never wrong. And immediately super heroic. Like yeah. I thought it was neat how they're like, hey, you know, we want to get your feet wet again. Yeah. Will you take this assignment? And then it turns into what I love is the whole TV show to me. I don't mm. know if you're aware of this. I might have mentioned it before. It's called like um, the SCP Foundation is like these uh, short stories that are that are all from the same universe that yes. people have fan fiction created on Reddit. Yep. And there's narrators on YouTube that read the stories out and they're great because they're anywhere from existential horror to like science fiction fantasy to everything like mixed it can be anything. Yeah. So the whole show was like an SCP Foundation episode and it's like they were the SCP like Sword is like yeah. SCP Foundation investigates anomalous stuff, mm-hmm. so they're like, "Okay, we know this is this is already fucked up. Let's just go investigate it." Yeah, yeah. So everyone's awareness of it is great, and like how weird shit happens. Like the guy on the rope, he goes through, and then the rope gets cut off, and it's a it's a jump rope. Yeah, it's like a little skipping like, rope end. They don't know. They're like, "Why is this a jump rope?" Or her her pants are eighty seven percent Kevlar. Like that's funny to me, right? Yeah, like, like all the gear totally she was wearing when she went in, like, yeah, was so, already but, there. But then, but why make her? Why make her just like show up, and immediately she's like, "Oh, I got to take care of this crazy mystery that I know nothing about, and I just got back from being in like non-existent for the last few years." See, like that's, the flashback stuff. Happens. That's what also loses me. There is like she for five years she's irrelevant to the world because she doesn't yeah. exist. So that's a lot of experience that somebody like won't have. Those are those are world event experiences that you just won't have. Well, and then and she's not that old. Read- I said she's not that old either, right? Let's just no, assume and, that and Captain. Like, what what year does Captain Marvel take place? I don't even remember. It's late nineties. Like late nineties, right? And she early is nineties, and then her mom is is like she's the daughter of of Captain her friend, right? the goose of like Black yeah. Goose. Yeah, yeah, she's the daughter of Captain yeah, Marvel's goose character. Like your mom is awesome. Your mom is awesome. It's like that's yeah, yeah. cool, but like, I, who cares? Like, no, like they keep bringing it up. Like I'm supposed to care about that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, even in cheesy action, the thing is that it's like they're looking up old cheesy action movie shit, even though nobody wants that anymore because yeah. they don't know where to go. They're like, oh, let's let's just do all the same tropes that they wanted before, but now we'll give them to women to have. And it's like, that's lazy. Write a whole new idea. Well, that's like, that's just the way it is. 
Josh. Yeah, that's unfortunately where we are right now. Like, there's gonna be so there's gonna be a floodgate of that content right now, and it's there like is a backlog. It's like they got to play catch up with female heroines and give them all the shit. Like, there's gonna be a yeah. female commando. I think they're so. Gonna make a female commando. You know, they're gonna. Uh, I would. I would imagine. I mean, they've already, we've already seen like uh, the last few years. Like, Atomic Blonde is basically like your female version of like the pick blonde. your character, right? Of whatever it is. That's yeah, uh, Peppermint. And, and, Jennifer. Like, Jennifer Garner. Good. It has its cheesy. It's shit, not bad. If you can go, oh yeah, I guess it's just like one of those male cheesy action movies. Yeah, you don't same care, thing. Right? You just you just don't care, right? But in the yeah. same in the same sense, like we don't see we don't shit on those characters for having special abilities or high level powers before we meet them because the entire thing we've already decided we don't know them. We're just gonna walk into a show and see what happens, and we accept it. But the problem with this is like they shoehorn it in to an already good scenario where this character is unnecessary. Yeah, like she's that's the problem. Necessary, and yeah. she keeps trying to break through the thing. And it's like you don't even know what's going on in here. Yeah. You don't know anything about like the way that she can warp reality. But yeah, yeah. You somehow know, and then this girl is astrophysicist who all of a sudden knows everything and 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 fixes the whole problem just like that. Even though what has she been doing for the last five years, like studying this shit? This is this is an anomaly. Well, we know she's been but, around for more than five years, though. That's like she's been from Thor, right? She's been around with like uh, Eric yeah, Sheldon for a long like, time. Oh, hey, you're back. Perfect. What about the other four people they brought in to study it? They didn't even talk to them after that. They talked to them in the truck. She made fun of the chemical engineer, and then yeah, they yeah. didn't see them again. And they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, she's yeah. the only one that can save the day. Like, why did they? Like, oh, she knows more stuff than all the other people in there. <laughs> I I do my my enjoyment out of all this is how triggered you are <laughs> by the well, entire just, story. I know, and I hate it. This is, again, man, this is why I'm like, I don't watch fucking shows because I usually get pissed off at yeah, man. through. Like, that's just my problem. I'm not going to say people can't watch them. No, no, but I'll never. I, I used to. I used to be like, that show sucks, don't watch it. Now, I like, do no, feel no, no. like... If, if you like it, you like it, right? I do feel like you are where I was about 10 years ago. Like, 10 years ago, I, I would endlessly, endlessly talk shit about 24. I'm like, that's all I did. All I did was talk shit about 24. So like you're, yeah. I think you are now in that place now with TV where I was, but I'm resolved yeah, to it, so ago, I just don't I care. Was right? Worse, right? Like ten years ago, there, I couldn't watch barely anything. Yeah, and I, and I don't like. I still really don't watch much. But again, it's just predictability. Sometimes it's yeah. just when you start playing the storyline out, like you can actually quote characters before they say what they're going to say because it's yeah. so predictable. Oh, for sure, which it's I've super formulaic. Done on TV shows, and it's really weird. <laughs> oh, dude, it's true. I mean, like all shows now run with the same formula. They have the ex- yeah, I mean, and like I watched TV religiously as a child, so yeah. I feel like it's they really didn't change much. No, I man. just like sponged up all that information. If it's not even they didn't change much, they've gotten worse. Like TV has gotten worse because back yeah. then the formula was fresh. Like nobody nobody really knew what to expect, but now you can yeah. you can see the formula coming. Like especially when you said like paste. like here she comes and she's gonna get like here she comes. She knows everything. She's gonna save the day get kicked out, get superpowers, go back yeah. in. It's like you can read that coming because that's how it always works. She, she's going to defy her superiors yeah. because they don't deserve to talk to her like that. And it's like, you're also now a terrorist because you went yeah. against the government, yeah. her injured guys. They were just going to escort you away. Yeah. You were going to prison. You beat the shit out of those you, guys. And yeah, and then yeah. they beat the shit out of guys, stole vehicles, hacked into government fucking websites and sure, whatever, hacked into their servers. You're a terrorist now. Yeah. And it's like, no, oh, you were no. right to do what you did. No, you're going to fucking jail, man. <laughs> like you, your boss, you, you attacked your boss. And That's then why a... did he shoot the kids? That seems a bit nuts. Like, why would he do that? Well, because they're, they're tropey bad guys, right? I mean, that's just what they are. They're just tropey <laughs> bad guys. Like, he's a human being. He's not a monster. He's like, shoot the damn kids. Like, <laughs> I, well, that's, yeah, but he that's... Out to be, he wasn't a, not a scroll. What was he? What's the guys that hate the scrolls? 
Oh, the Kree? They switched all. The, they switched everything up now. So the scrolls are like a, a, a minority group that's like being tortured. I forget now. Yeah, but that's that. That also that's from the comic books. No, I know. Well, no, in the comics, the scrolls were bad, and so were the whatever the Kree. The Kree are the Kree were worse. The Kree were always worse. Bad. They 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 both hate humans and they both fight each other for world for the dominance of the universe. It's okay. not like so I haven't I don't know I don't know what's going on for re, like for sure like all I really know is who the characters are in Captain Marvel. I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. So I know. Like, I don't know how they're presented. The movie trope, then yeah, we're sticking to the movie like okay. where they're being ruined by the Kree. The Kree are horrible. Okay, so yeah, I don't know how that I don't know how it works there. But what in the comics, like the the Kree were always pieces of shit, and the Skrulls. Yes, so were the Skrulls though. But when I read it anyway, and like well, I know things have changed since, but like I don't like I know now also that they write the movie ideas into the comics no, now so that they no. fit better. Before before the MCU existed, the Skrulls were always like shoved off of one planet to another planet to another planet by the by the Kree. The Kree were always like crushing the Skrulls. They were just better at, at they just won. Yeah, the Skrulls would do. The Skrulls weren't seeking us like asylum from Earth. They but they were weren't. But they weren't looking for war either. The Kree were just like destroying them on a regular basis. Yeah, but I thought the Skrulls were were like slowly, to all constantly trying to take over the human race, like, no, take over the Earth. They're trying to but get. Why, why did they? They did lots of times because they would shapeshift because they believe because they believe the Earth belongs to them. Yeah, like it's it's within but, the Skrull Empire. Yeah, but did yeah. they do that? But that was something that happened after Secret Wars, I thought. No, no, no. Like this, they this is like that during the Secret Wars. Before that, we're talking like the eighties, like the eighties, the nineties, like yeah. the Kree Skrull okay, War, so the all 80s, that. Nineties Skrulls were always trying to like reclaim the Earth. Allegedly. They were they were shoved off of I think Hala. They were pushed off their home worlds, their home worlds by the Kree yeah. so many times that they decided it's time to like kind of go home, and they were going to come. They were come to Earth, and then humans had already aligned with the with the Kree. And then Captain Marvel joined up with the humans, and then yeah. all of a sudden the Skrulls were just like bad guys, and that's why that yeah. one was is, is it Clert or who's the one who's the the Super Skrull, the current Super Skrull? I don't know. That's I, why I, he's I, like, I, like in for the movies. You mean? No, no, no. In in the comics, he's trying to oh, unify yeah, the humans and the Skrulls. Where this is like during I think during Annihil like before the Marvel universe, the MCU existed. Like during Annihilation, I'm pretty sure he's the guy who's trying to bring everybody together. Like he's the one who's okay. like nobody needs to be killing each other. Like I was a warrior, I've seen death, I've seen violence, I've seen fights. We got to stop right. battling. Okay, but yeah. then, but I mean, now they're like seeking asylum, and they suck, and apparently they aren't like. So it's just like a the creek or whatever. A more like, extreme even, version even, of that. You know, they put that title credit thing at the end. So, what's her name? Her name is Rambo, but it's spelled French, which I just hate. Like that bothers me. I know it's intentional. Like, I know it's yeah. intentional. I don't care what anybody says. But she's also, I think, I'm pretty sure she's been around since the 70s, though. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm saying the way but, they're, like, it, was but, she introduced like that in the comics? Yeah. Nobody probably was worried about it. Yeah, no, no. She was always there. Like, she's she's been around yeah, a I'm long time, man. Yeah, they didn't make her an obnoxious Mary Sue character in the comics. She was just a super-powered character like all the rest. Yeah, for sure. It's like I've never once read a comic where I thought this female character is overpowered. Never. I was like, those are her powers. Like, I just You I just never assume that's what it is. So when I see this stuff, I'm like, maybe because it's acted out poorly, maybe because I just don't, maybe. I don't know. Could be. Like, I've never, even even S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, anything, like, I, I never had an issue with female characters in comics because they held their own. It made sense to me that they had the abilities they did. Yeah. And then in this case, it's just, it's too much. Like, I don't, I don't but then again, <laughs> it's so irrelevant to me. The whole show, like, I kind of want to just get this out off my chest first because there's so many cool things in the so, show that are but way But did that, did that instance of that thing happening with Monica Rambo's character, did it ruin the entire show for you? 
No, not at all. It's just that I literally, there's episodes, there's full episodes I had to fast forward through because I was like, okay, okay, get back to the main story. I don't give a shit. I get that. Like, they took way too long explaining shit about her that mm. I, I was like, I don't need any of this information. Yeah. Like, it could have been condensed into scenes it throughout the, the show, not yeah. here's her full show episode for herself. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. Like, I, I got through it, but then it's like, there's really unnecessary dialogue. You're like, it's all right. I was able to, I got, I survived it. <laughs> I was like, you're a survivor of her storyline. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, most of her scenes, I just got bored. I was like, oh, oh, when, when she got her truck, I'm like, okay, well, I'll fast forward to see how the truck goes. It's like, yeah. okay, the truck didn't work. So, and then <laughs> she went from wearing her space gear to having her hair fully done and out before she jumped through the portal. I'm like, hey, what, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, her hair it's... wouldn't be perfectly done and styled right before she like out of after wearing that suit it took her 20 minutes like the montage of her getting in there reminded me of the montage from armageddon when they oh yeah when they all get ready to get into the moon rover into the moon rover well yeah her whole scene was like oh uh oh wow okay well really like when you look at her story it's no different than the armageddon guys like just a bunch of guys who don't know what the fuck they're doing her her character is is like a michael bay short story yes put inside of the wandavision tv show like instead of training scientists to like get through there, we're gonna train an army character with no science background, just because we need her to get superpowers to walk through the wall. And she's just like, and here's the thing too. They, she's an okay, so she's an amazing fighter pilot. Apparently, that's the idea. I she took, I, like, she took after her so. mom. She's a, she's military, whatever, and like yeah, she was like something. Air Force or something. Yeah, yeah. Because that's why they grounded her or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like that's totally irrelevant. Make her be good at flying shit i don't know it's like Mm -hmm. that was all the only reason that was brought up is so that they could assign her to run a drone yeah and then from then on it was like her using drones was completely irrelevant they dropped that entirely they just got rid of it completely yeah yeah but so anyway yeah i think she was so like it's almost like they added it in after when they're like we don't have enough of her because we need her to have a movie or we need to gauge her popularity so she can have her own career i think like i think that's likely i think they really want to bring her in as a new character it's. I don't think that's gonna go well. I think if she got. A, I think that character. Oh no! It's gonna do incredibly well. well I, I don't think it will, man. I think she's gonna get a show and it's not gonna be good, or they'll give her a movie and it won't be good. Hell no, man! Captain Marvel, from everybody I've talked to, blows. Like that movie is not good. And look at yeah. the money that it made. It did well. Well, not really though. Like they they post didn't they postpone the sequel or they didn't want to do no, another man. one? There was a lot of debate after the movie came out. I, I'm like, pretty sure all that is still gonna happen. Like it's it might happen slower because of COVID, but it's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, but I still remember after all this stuff came out and all the hype around the movie, and then it's like really it didn't perform that well. But they act like it did. It's like they don't want to. That's like, I, I think that's a big part of it I too. Yeah. Like, the one thing that bothered me is like I said, I wanted to watch the show so I didn't get like stuff ruined for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think that you almost see like tons of like additional positive reviews for shows, almost like they're brought up like bots. I feel you that that for sure happens. Like, like, if you look at, like, Rotten Tomatoes. for better ads to show up, and then they will. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, fake reviews, whatever you want. Like, oh, you've heard... YouTubers to review stuff. You've right? heard my argument about, like, the whole Stallone thing, right? Stallone not getting the Oscar for Creed? Well, yeah, exactly, right? Like, Stallone had the best performance. He won the Golden Globes. But you know Steven Spielberg wanted an Oscar winner for the BFG. So right. he lobbies and lobbies and lobbies. And Mark Rylance, who has one of the weakest performances of the year, he plays a sniffling, like, secret agent who is supposed to be like a Russian spy in uh, in London or in Scotland or some shit like that. Bridge, Bridge of Spies. Oh, that's what he lost. The Tom Hanks movie. So Stallone... He lost 
to Bridge of Spies. He loses Best Supporting Actor to Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, which nobody remembers. Everybody remembers Creed, and everybody remembers Rocky's resurgence in Creed, but nobody remembers... Like, you know Mark Rylance's character's name in Bridge of Dude, Spies? I don't even know. I don't even really vaguely remember the movie Bridge of Spies. I understand and the context. Culturally, culturally, nobody gives a shit about that character. No. Nobody does. Like, but he wanted yeah, an so Oscar winner it, for the BFG. Yeah, like, that's insane. Yeah. And, and, and for just, sure that just, happens in these movies, too. What's that? I'm saying for sure that happens to these movies too. Like that, that definitely happens the way you're saying it happens for like, you know, lobbying and payments and fucking yeah, I'll scratch like, your back like kind was, of shit too. Like, and I've never, I don't recall seeing so many people on like Instagram just like littered with like, you have to watch this show. Why you need to watch the show? What happened? Yeah, yeah. Like nobody cares that fucking much about a show, especially a show like this. Like there's a tons of other shows out there. Yeah. But that's, and that's like, advertising. It's, it's being littered, littered with all this like, like regular people reviews on, yeah, on no. Instagram. It's straight up advertising. Like that's that is straight up advertisers. Like yeah, it's not so much a bot, again, but those are paid advertising. I did enjoy it, but it was like they needed to back up. Okay, hold on. Like, Let's just just obviously that character's under your skin. It's it's yeah, hardcore like it bothered you. But let's yeah. move on to what you actually enjoyed about it. Like what was what were things that you actually liked about it? What were the Easter eggs? You said there were some things that you enjoyed about the show. Well, like I like I said, just the the whole aspect of it being like. uh a secret organization monitoring an anomalous existing thing and everyone yeah. just being aware that we don't know what it is, but it, it could, we have to accept that it's nuts. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that's great. I loved how, and they had like, they, they tried a bunch of different times to get in there. So I liked the way they handled the anomalous thing. And then I just liked how they put so much detail into tying everything together with Wanda and like yeah. why she did what she did, how she did it. Uh, the Agatha chick, I actually was very unfamiliar with her. Like, I, I don't remember encountering her when I read comics. Yeah, I just remember her being like um, Nathan uh, Franklin Richards. Wasn't she like Franklin Richards' babysitter? Like, that's what I remember her as. Probably, yeah, but that would make sense why she would, like, because she, she infiltrated the group, obviously, to like learn, because that's her whole thing. She wants yeah, yeah, power, yeah. right? Well, I, yeah, but, um, again, like, I don't remember her being like a power mad sorceress in, yes. in that. I thought she had something to do with the place where Jessica Drew was born. I thought that's where she was from. But then I also thought she was the late. Well, you know what? She might. I, I didn't care too much about those characters. So she might have something to do with Wanda and through her becomes like Nathan Richards well, or Franklin Richards I, uh, babysitter. I looked up. Uh, I looked up who she was. And hmm. in the comics, she's actually somebody that teaches Wanda how to use her powers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's actually and like, I think obviously there's probably some underlying shit where she's mind controlling Wanda, maybe. Or yeah. And that's who her knows, way right? in to, to find Franklin Richards or. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see that tying it in. But yeah, like they, I, I think they she's really supposed to be fairly like all altruistic. Of a sudden Wanda now knows everything about witchcraft power, which is like, okay, well, it was still cool. I like yeah. that she made the dome have runes on it. Like yeah, she, yeah. she figured out, and it's like, well, that story. The nice thing about that is that aspect is done like over and over again in movies in a cool way, mm-hmm. where the master underestimates how powerful the, the student actually is. Yeah, or how much and the students learn faster. Kind of like Crushing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like yeah. a girl in, the, in that movie, the younger girl was hiding her all the knowledge from her, her master, right? Well, you remember the scene when she's using the paintbrush and yeah. then uh, she's like, you're holding your paintbrush like people hold a sword. Like, you know, there's a skill crossover there, yeah. right? It's like, oh, and yeah. Certain people noticed it and she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, what do you mean, right? What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then the old lady figures out that she's been, she knew everything all along. She's yeah. just been pretending. It's so great. And like, that's, that's well written. Mm-hmm. Again, perfect example. There's no Mary Sue's in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah. And Everybody's like earned their position there. Four powerful female characters. It can happen, but it has to. But it happens in better stories. 
Yes. Like it happens in better into stories. Developing what they could be, and it did seem like that chunk of this of this show was very like yeah. slapped together. Yeah, but no, I, that, I, I'm, oh man, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think you're asking too much of a show. Like you're asking yeah, too much probably, of like digestible but I, but content. I don't want to have to even think about it. So yeah. like you could even make it less important, and I would care less. I don't know. Like why do you make it? It's like they slap you in the face with it. It's like yeah. if you made it shitty. Don't make it so out in front of everything else, right? All Tuck shows, it in man. In the back, put little snippets <laughs> in. You know, all but, shows. They all do it. And here's here's a big part of it too. I think right now too, there's been such a uh, like for the longest time. There was such a wave of bad storytelling and neglectful storytelling towards female characters and minority characters that now you've got the wrong people that are writing stories that are front and center. Like now you've got people who are doing that like they're just slapping shit together. They're giving you these like very quick put together Mary Sue characters because they they suddenly have agency because they get hired to do something. It's like, hey, we need somebody. Get her. She's written a couple of novels, a couple of books. Get her. Get her quick. Or, like, she was a writer on whatever show where she wrote a couple of good characters. Bring her in real quick. Or whoever it is. And you get four storytelling. Well, how many of these people actually read comics or read comics? Or are they just, oh, it's comics. How hard is it to write a comic? That's That's, that's probably a a big part of it, too. have a cocky attitude about how they can transcribe a comic character into live action. Yeah, that's a big part of it as well. You get bad TV shows and bad movies. Yeah, for sure. There are are definitely people who do it well. The character Agnes was great. Like, I loved how every time she was always the person, like, the typical neighbor that had the shit. The and, nosy like, neighbor? And, and, like, that actress is awesome. Yeah. Because she's, you know, she's ex-SNL alumni. Amber Hunt? And she's like, yeah. And yeah. she's fucking great. So, and then her playing the villain, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I, it didn't seem cheesy to me. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. There was, like I said, there's tons of good stuff about that show. There's um, a lot. I'm, there's a lot of good. I don't see the point of a second season, though. Like, is it supposed to go more than one season? No, I think they're going to fold everything into Doctor Strange. Like, this this okay. whole season gets folded into Doctor Strange. Like, this okay. is like a prequel to Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, is, like, yeah. Winter Soldier might do more because there's, they can do missions, but this was, like, yeah. a whole short story, I find, so yeah, if yeah. they were to progress her more, I don't know where they go with it, and it might be kind of bad. Well, if they progress further, it's going to be, I think, probably like disassembled. Like, they're going to do something like Avengers Disassembled, where you have yeah, her break true. reality, they right? they can't make Wanda Season 2. Like, I don't think... No, 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 no. I don't think you'll get WandaVision Season 2. You'll get the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. But they won't be... It won't be, like, WandaVision Season 2. It might be, no, like, be Vision. show that she ties into. Like, maybe she wants to learn more about her shit, so she goes, seeks out Doctor Strange. Or yeah. Maybe he realizes how powerful she is now, and he seeks her out. Well, I mean, you've got her now, where she's got an astral projection of herself pretending to be a real person in a cabin somewhere. Meanwhile, yeah. she's reading that fucking book in the back. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, is she going bad, or is she trying to learn more, and maybe she wants to still recreate Vision? Which I thought he was... I didn't understand that. He he made the other robot understand yeah. logically who he is. He filled in the real Vision with all... I, see, this is what I think happens. I think what you've got is her, her version of Vision that she builds, mm-hmm. right? She wishes him into existence, but he has all the memories of Vision because she stored those memories in, the, in her version of the Mind yeah. Stone. So now he is up to date. He's the Vision who is currently up to date. Dead Vision, he dies in Endgame. He shows yeah. up to fight Vision. This Vision installs all of his data into that Vision. So now the yeah, white, white, the ghost Vision, he is now currently up to date. So why, why did the, the physical Vision leave then? Well, he had to go figure some shit out. I think. Yeah, but he, he evaporated or he dematerialized. De- like, he's real now. No, no, no. But she that, made him real, just like Pinocchio, but he now is gone. Like He's gone. That that's a, like She's holding all that together with her power. Once she lets yeah, that go, it's gone. They made him, though. No, no, no. The, the ghost vision is the real one, the white vision. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's he floated. He flew away. He's not there anymore. No, I thought he touched him, gave him all his memories, and yes. then he turned in the color of vision. No, no, he turns the color of vision, but he he leaves. The two visions leave. I th- didn't he walk away? I was, I was sure they were floating together. He touches him. It, all all his color changes, and he gets real eyes. Yeah, and he's like, I'm vision. And then the ghost vision's like, good, I can leave now. And then he takes over. No, 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 no. The ghost vision doesn't leave. The real vision leaves. The robot, the, like the white robot. The physical real vision. Yeah. The, the one he had that's, all in pieces. Sword made. Yeah, he's the one who's gone. Okay. But he's okay, not, so like, Sword, Sword didn't made him. That That is the real vision. Sword had the real like, vision like in they, parts. Like they took his parts and put them back together? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The I ghost. I kind of missed that when they were explaining it, and I was like, "Oh, did they just make another one?" No, 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 no. And it's not going to be as good. I don't no, know. No, no. Like... The ghost, the ghost vision is the real vision made from vibranium. The the oh, Ultron sure. created vision, and he leaves. And then the oh, other sure. vision hangs around, finishes yeah. the show out. So now we have another vision out there who's got all yeah. the he's got all the data. He's completely right. Up to date. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And they, obviously they might not encounter each other again, but like for sure. I, I found I, I did like how they did her how they had her kids like leave and stuff like yeah. how they, she's like this isn't real I gotta get rid of this yeah but also that's what made her insane last time yeah so I really wish that they had done that <laughs> I I think that that's gonna be a part of like it. oh she's an insane monster now and she just flies away and they're like okay well how how much of all that did you read when the comics were out like Young Avengers I I didn't I don't think yeah. I read Young Avengers at all the because, only thing like, I read from was Health of House of M after she like killed Hawkeye and like re-molecularized everything for yeah, however yeah. long she was, right? Well, that was, that's disassembled. So after disassembled, she destroys, well, during disassembled, she destroys like all the Avengers. She doesn't okay. destroy the world yet. They take her to, um, what's that place? Uh, Genosha? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they take her there and that's where Magneto has her. Yeah. And Avengers just kind of carries on. Hawkeye's dead. Um, everybody's, everybody's all messed up and she just disappears. Yeah. Then afterwards, she realizes all the stuff she's done, and that's when House of M starts. Oh, okay. Well afterwards. But after all of that, once the world gets put back together again and the Young Avengers show up, you've got Speed. I think Speed. He's a little guy in the green suit who looks like uh, like Quicksilver. And then you've got Wiccan, who looks kind of like Thor. So if you notice the Halloween episode, the way they were dressed yeah, in the Halloween episode, like that's how Wiccan and Speed are dressed. I remember the way the, yeah, I Yeah, because they're the twins. <laughs> Yeah, and then I like how she how they made the like the fourth wall joke about they recast Pietro yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like that was really clever. That's and, pretty like, good. They should they should have both of them technically because they're multiple realities. Like I I've got a feeling they're gonna do something with that. I, I don't think that that Pietro is um is just like a like Ralph Ralph Boner no, or whatever his name was. Like, I think that yeah, is Pietro. Well, because they want to obviously bring the X Men back in, which is cool, or they want to yeah. bring mutants back in, which is really cool. Yep. So. I know that there's all like there's a whole method. The whole thing too is the I watch the show and every time they would do something, I'm like, okay, this must be a way they're gonna start tying everything together. Yeah. Like my whole mindset was there'll always be this is like the start of the new phase of Marvel films. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited about that, and they didn't totally ruin it. Like, I, well, I don't think they can't they can't ruin it. I I don't think this has as much like this is just almost like we're looking through a peephole. Like we're yeah. we're just we're seeing where they're gonna kinda go, but I don't think this is like movie one, phase five, or whatever it is, like phase four. Yeah, and and I don't care. but I like you're right though. Like I like that we're looking at just a little bit of what the whole expansion is gonna come out with, and I'm yeah. curious to see what they want to do and there were a lot of cool you know, like as far as Easter eggs go, I really enjoyed how whenever whenever she does break down reality, how it looked like the cubes when she was tearing apart the world and disassembled. Yeah. And um when she kind of said the no more mutants and her faith kind of jigsaw puzzles apart. 
Like they yeah. did a lot of really cool visual cues that looked like the comics. So I really yes. enjoyed that. Yeah, me, you yeah, know, I, 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 yeah, I appreciated that too. And again, that just I, I liked how well the show was put together, the yeah. way they tied. Just I don't know, just it was it was well written. Yeah, the whole show was very well written. That's what again why it's such a problem. And I, I'd sit there and get pissed off. It's like none of this other stuff is bad. Why yeah, is yeah. this one thing so bad? Like, yeah, you can't like, focus who, on that. Who put the effort into all the other shit and? And um, not this. Like, yeah, I, I think you have to you have to walk away from that. Like you, you can't focus on it because it, it yeah, will exactly. it will destroy your ability to enjoy that particular show, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's for me. That's why, like with this whole Winter Soldier uh, TV show, I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna obviously be be more open minded about it. Yeah, because I know like there's also too. I've already had it spoiled that there's like a Captain America character. Well, that was obvious. That was that but, was like but, day one, right? Yeah, but I didn't see anything. I knew nothing about the show. Right? Yeah. And like, I kind of hope that it's like going to be U.S. He's going to be who U.S. agent is, which is kind of fun. Like you, if, you haven't watched that. It's great. What? You haven't watched any of it, right? No, no. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. How many episodes are out? There's, there's two out now. But there's six altogether. Okay. It's, it's so, really yeah. short. It's really gotcha. short. They're, they're, it's really short. And they're going to be in, they're about an hour each. Like it's actually like 49 minutes per episode. Yeah, it's like a, a mini series. Like, yeah, it's actually a mini series. Yeah, but, that's um, cool. and I'm, I mean, I think I'll enjoy it. Again, I'm, I'm a little up in the air with how they want to do it, but I'm curious to see how they, what they do with Cap. Like, I think obviously a big part was Cure Sevens just doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. But no, like, no, no. I think I, I think you should jump on board because it is. It feels very much like they're going in the same direction as the com- like John Walker in the comics. Okay, cool. Like it's got that feel to it, and they actually put a lot of weight on Sam. For like, why did you give up the shield, man? Like, why did you give yeah. up the shield? So they do, they do it right in the sense they don't just make it like you know we're giving it to a black guy just because like you know diversity. It's like no, yeah. no, no, they're giving it to him because Cap did respect him enough to give it to him, and then everybody else is like, why did you give it up, man? Like, what, what are you doing? He's like, it's not mine. It's not my shield. The whole yeah. time he's like, it's not my shield. Like, it's not mine to carry. So, yeah. uh, and then when they do finally have the first episode that like acknowledges what happens to the shield. And uh, John Walker, and it's the you feel how you would feel. Like when I watch, I was like, "That's exactly how I thought I was gonna feel about it." Okay. So it's good. it's pretty well done. And I gotta tell you, like Wyatt Russell. Not only does he look like his dad, like it's it's Kurt Russell's kid, right? Oh, but, really? Yeah, but it feels he does a pretty solid job. Like he can really it. Actually, it feels like Kurt Russell. Like when he starts like walking and talking and acting, like that's that's just Snake. That's snake is cap, well, and that'd be, that's cool because like Kurt Russell could play Cap from yeah. a certain era if they oh, yeah. asked him to. He could have maybe played him a certain way because just more of like the, the overconfident Cap, yeah, yeah, like an old like an old veteran soldier. Like I could see Kurt Russell doing that, so I'm curious. That's cool. I didn't know anything about that. Like, yeah, it's Wyatt Russell, who is who is like really. It's good. It's well done. Like I'm I'm really enjoying it. it feels like a uh, a '90s era spy like spy show more than it feels like anything else. Okay. Yeah, That's so good. I'm really enjoying that. And what time for what time era is that based in? Then it's after the it's right final now. Ender movie. Yeah, it's right now. It's like it's oh. it's post blip, so it's post five year gap. Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Yeah, like I I, I think I'll look forward to them, and I, I trust that they're like, hey man, they just want to make money, but at least they're making some pretty good shit, and like yeah. I'm really curious to see what they put they come out with. The one I'm looking forward to the most though is Loki. Like I mean, I just that's gonna be a gong show. Exactly. That's gonna be a TV show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's coming okay, up yeah, next. See, I think that's in a couple months. Too, right? like, and is it, is it, like, what's it based on? His past life? Like, young Loki? or I, The way it looks from, like, I've seen the trailer because I wanted to see what was going on, but it looks like it's Loki the second he gets the cube when Cap kind of screws up and drops a briefcase oh, okay. during the time, the time heist. Yeah. And then he grabs it and disappears. 
That's okay. who we're following. We're following that guy. Somehow okay. he's going to end up back in that position with the cube gone and get ragdolled by Hulk. But this, or, well, I mean, he's already been ragdolled by Hulk. But right. we're going to end but, up there but again. He won't, like his, he won't meet the same fate in Endgame, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling he's going to try to engineer some shit so that he doesn't. But I don't. Like, I don't think he died in, in, in Infinity War. Or, sorry, Infinity War. Yeah, I don't think that's... That yeah, I mean, it's Loki. I mean, if Loki dies, until I see a body in a funeral, even then I don't believe he's dead. Well, that's like, also how, like, those characters are... They're, they're, it's just they're, the idea of them dies, right? Mm. It's always that case. They, none of those characters... That's why they say they're gods. They're not gods, obviously. They're a super powerful race of beings. Uncle but Ben. I love that. It's like, just the character dies, like... A, the They'll only They'll explain how they come back. The so only death, that. the only death is Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's it. Outside of that, yeah. anybody else can come back. Yeah. Even even Cap didn't die, right? He <laughs> passed through time for however many. That was so stupid. The time really, bullet. <laughs> they hit him with a really time bullet. For, yeah. We shot him with a special <laughs> bullet with a thing on it, not yeah. a regular bullet. Like just kill him, just shoot him, <laughs> just shoot him, shoot him, and then have Wolverine like you know give him blood or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, like do like, whatever. I mean, his first, his first comeback was pretty cheesy, like coming out of an iceberg. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 that was pretty bad. And then they they topped it by making it a soap opera return. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> they like, topped oh, it by giving him a time bullet. It yeah, was, it was pretty like, bad. It was his twin. Didn't you notice the eye patch? Like, oh, oh god! I finally speaking of eye patch. I finally watched um, Far From Home last night. What's that? Spider Man, Far From Home. Oh, Spider the one sequel. with uh, Mysterio. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good movie. It's not bad. It was like it, I was shocked. It was surprised at how much better so it was. Cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I was worried. Like when I first saw it, I, I again I was on full media blackout. I, I didn't know what was going to go on. All I knew is Mysterio was there, and then there was like a twist at the end. That's all I knew. And um, I mean, not even at the end. Like they kind of twist you before the movie's even halfway done. But I really yeah. enjoyed the idea of it's not like he's not Spider Man. He's just a kid. Like, I yeah. liked how the entire time he's just a confused little kid. And he just... thinks, he's like, I got to take care of this because I got superpowers. He's like, dude, you have yeah. no idea. <laughs> no, man. no training. No one taught you anything. Tony Stark's an asshole, and he yeah. just dumped this responsibility on you. Like, the world security system. Like, he yeah. he gave you the front doors to planet, the, the keys to the front door of planet Earth. Yeah. And he's like, like You're just, what a moron. here's a shotgun. So if aliens yeah. show up, just shoot him. Yeah, and like man, Jake Zellenthal, it was great. Like I don't know how to, I don't know how Mysterio would be played uh, without his stuff on. Like how oh, no one knows, and he, he made him just this like really charismatic psychopath. And yeah, it was so good. And not just that, but even like when they kind of explain why the fishbulb, like why the dome on his head, I'm like, oh, that's, that's yeah. a really that's a good explanation. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. What okay, What was it again? I only saw it like twice. Like, it's VR. He was he ran all the VR through the dome. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just tech. That's yeah. the best part. They found a way to just create all the stupid, cheesy shit that Marvel invented. They yeah. found a way to make it real through like tech. Yeah, and I love that. It's like, oh, this is why it works. Oh, that makes so much more sense than just he's a really good scientist. Yeah. Like, oh man, it was <laughs> like, so oh, good. Doc Ock. Like, if they bring him back, which he's, I hope they do. Like, he's, I'm he's that's the character they want to bring back. They're they're not just bringing him back. But they're bringing back Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, oh, and he's coming awesome. back in that well. Okay, so the way it looks now is you've got Doc, uh, Doctor Strange, and that episode is that movie's called The Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So then you've got that going on, which opens up the idea that you've got the Sony Marvel Spider Verse. Mm. And then now you've which got is Venom. which is Venom. So you've got Tom Holland, you've got uh, Andrew Garfield, and yeah. you've got the Sam Raimi Spider Man shit going on. 
so and since Spider Verse, so that's an easy way to just create the Spider Verse. Well, they're gonna have three Spider Men in the next Spider Man movie, and then on top of that, you've got Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness to open the door for his Spider Man movies to come back. Oh, see, that's great, and that's that's why I'm like, I can, like, that's this is gonna be a great like. I don't know how they managed to figure that out. Like you couldn't oh. have done that 25 years ago, man. No one would know. They would, if someone presented this idea to a bunch of people, yeah, okay, man. here's how we're going to map out the next 20 years of films for this one thing. Yeah. They're like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to guarantee that's going to work. Well, you know, they, they tried, right? Oh, they're like, we're doing it. Like Avi Arad really tried to do that, but he just wasn't the guy. And then Kevin Feige shows up halfway through, I think Spider-Man two or some shit like that. And he's like, basically just like Avi Arad's like go to guy. But huh. Kevin Feige, when the Marvel Cinematic Universe starts solidifying, they put him in charge, and that dude just ran with that football. Like, he grabbed it, and he's just touchdown after touchdown. Like, one after oh, another. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. And then I'm there was something else I saw that I was looking forward to. Oh, I guess well, we should touch on DC as well, because I want to, man, that finding out about freaking, like, Stallone voicing that character is so good. King Shark. But we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we, should, yeah, we should touch on that and just the fact that they're casting like all the other shit. So I think like DC has finally figured out what they fucking did wrong. Yep. Well, yeah, like, you know what? WandaVision was great. I have my issues with it, but I'm not going to like, and even then, if I it was, if I thought it was complete and utter trash, I still wouldn't tell somebody not to watch it because I don't care anymore. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. you might For enjoy sure. it. I don't tell people not to watch that fucking stupid, those, those nerd, the nerd sitcom that, that. Oh, Big Bang Theory? Yeah, I, I don't uh, I, I can't believe that show exists. I hate that show so much. But like <laughs> I'm like, oh you enjoy it? Well clearly that's the type of T V shows you enjoy. Well that's just it, right? I mean there's like look at look at the top ten T V shows. Like at the top of the list of the top ten shows, let's say in two thousand fifteen, it's shows yeah. that are ultra formulaic, you know, like NCIS, CSI, Law and Order, Big Bang Theory. All the CSIs. It's yeah, all the CSI. It's grandma all TV. The SVUs. Yes. All the SVU, the PVU, the BFI. It's like you've got all these stupid shows that are so formulaic that do really well because they're easily digested by the general public, right? That's well, what I mean. Like the vampire tropes, TV shows that there was like fifty of the vampire shows, oh. and there was fifty zombie shows, and it was yep. just like I told people one day, I'm like, what am I, what am I watching? These are all an hour long. Yep. There's always a cliffhanger and there's always a twist. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching soap operas, but they just went add zombies, or exactly, add vampires. And we've had this talk a million times, so yep, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just a format. It's a format, man. Like, like you said, I'm not gonna tell somebody that they don't, they shouldn't watch Big Bang Theory. But if they ask yeah. me, do I watch it? I'll tell them why I don't watch it. Yeah, it's or a like, steaming pile of shit. Trash. Yeah. But there's not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. It's like you have to just like. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you liking garbage. Like I know yeah. that you like to drink hot garbage juice, and that's yeah. fine. I don't, and that's yeah. fine too. Or it's like it's not my brand of hot garbage juice, yeah. but it is yours. I drink coffee. You drink garbage <laughs> juice. <So>. Yeah. <laughs> I might drink cheap coffee, but you drink hot garbage water. You drink hot garbage water. Yeah. Man. Um, no, but... Um, yeah, so... Cool, the, I'm looking forward to Winter Soldier and shit. Yeah, that should be I good. think you'll like um, it. Uh, and then, yeah, this... I saw the, I saw the trailer for Suicide Squad. I'm so excited because <laughs> I, I think it's going to be fun and not a total fucking mess of a movie. It looks pretty great. It looks There's, really good. You yeah, uh, Stallone playing Shark. What the hell is that guy called again? King, King Shark? King Shark, yeah. You didn't, um, I don't think you were that deep into DC or the 70s and 80s era like Marvel DC, but Jim Starlin is the guy who basically made, like if you if you enjoyed that weird kind of gritty K, KG beast Batman stuff, all the Death in the Family type stuff, like that was, that was Jim Starlin. I don't think he did Death in the Family, but Jim Starlin was the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy in the 70s and 80s. 
He's the guy who did, uh, he kind of took over for like a lot of the new gods and space stuff. So, but he was doing all the same stuff that James Gunn is doing for Marvel and DC. So I kind of had this idea in my head that James Gunn was going to be the new Jim Starlin because he literally did all the stuff that Jim Starlin did in movie form. Maybe he was just a super fan of all that guy's work, man. I would imagine, right? Because he's really doing the same stuff. Like he's doing the same kind of kind of storytelling. You know, you know what I like about that too, though, is that it's this is a situation when we want to go on to non-pop culture scope where that guy could have almost had his career ruined and canceled. Oh, yeah, for sure. For and sure, for sure. now, like he's basically going to save... I, I, for some reason, I'm way too confident after seeing what he's done with that movie that he's going to fix a lot of the stupid shit. Definitely. For DC Universe, plus knowing that Snyder, the Snyder cut is apparently really good. or It's better. Or it's better. For yeah, film. it's better. It makes more sense and yeah. the scenes are different and it's yeah. that's cool. And then I heard Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Doctor Fate. Yeah, <laughs> it looks that's really good. cool. Like, that is it. I'm like, he's famous again. There well, it is. His careers now have resurgence. He's like JSA Dr. Fate. Like, he's old school JSA Dr. Fate. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Very, very grizzled and cynical because he's uh, sick of wearing the fucking helmet. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So that's it's, great. I didn't even know that was happening. And now it's I looking tight. faith in the Captain Adder, the Black Adam movie. I don't know if you saw that, um, that kid Noah Centino. He's like this little like uh like Netflix K-pop type friggin' you know like you know all the the millennial shit that was going on in like five or six years ago. He got big during that era of like Netflix and Disney storytelling. Okay. He was a like a scrawny little fucker, but all of a sudden he was gonna do He Man. He was gonna play Prince Adam in the He Man movie, in the live okay. action He Man movie, and he still didn't look like He Man. He looked like some kid with a big neck and tiny arms. But then oh, he no. gets cast as Adam Smasher, in the in the uh, the Black Adam movie. He sees oh. The Rock getting ready for Black Adam, and that kid just starts eating chicken and doing whites. And now he's just a tank. Like, I couldn't be happier that people are taking their roles, like, seriously. seriously. Like, yeah. you're like, you know, he just he just put this post up. He's like, well, I can't look the way I look and then play Adam Smasher in a movie next to The Rock because, like, come on. Your name's Adam Smasher. Yeah. You can't play that kid <laughs> in that movie. So he just got gigantic. Like, that's the kind of stuff that feels like is happening with these movies in a way. Yeah, they're, they're all you know stepping what? up their game. They're probably like, get me the best gene, gene splicing doctor out there, and get me some growth hormone and some and some and a trainer. So can you like, like good. can, can you mRNA my good. body? <laughs> yeah, I need to get my body mRNA'd like right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I, I'm I'm glad all these people are just like transforming into their roles so much better. Yeah, like, man. And, and then I, um, I know what I have confidence in the rock. If they if they give him the right lines and yep. Black Adam is very stoic, right? He doesn't yeah. have to he doesn't have to deliver his lines with any kind of charisma or finesse. He's no, like man. a dictator kind of, I guess. Like the he would deliver he should be, you know, stoic and really emotionless to an extent unless he's fighting, I guess. Black Adam, I've always felt for this is my my own perspective, just from being a comic guy, is kind of like their version of Doctor Doom. He's not yeah. he's not a good guy, but he's not yeah. necessarily a bad guy for his people. His yeah. people are like, no, we want Von Doom. Like we, yeah. he's the guy who keeps us safe. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll kill thieves and yeah. and bad and bad guys. Right. Yeah. No, Iron he Fist is kind of shit, and they're all happy about it. Because the only th- that's the thing. The only thing I read of Captain or Black Adam was during the fifty two series. Yeah. And where he was currently in charge of that country, and then it reminded me of kind of the way like Magneto was running things, you know, and I thought I like it. And they were like like trying to stick it to him and get yeah, involved yeah. and he's like leave my stuff alone like i'm not even fucking with you guys and you're getting in my space They're like you're you're too powerful it's like letting a nuclear warhead walk around free I'm like 
Yeah. Your guys, you guys are going to fucking kill everybody because you're pissing them off. Well, the problem is you've got these people who are like, why is there a gigantic piece of steel in the middle of the road of a country that we have nothing to do with? We should shoot yeah. it. And then, like, all the ricochets, there's collateral damage killing machines. Yeah, it's killing all the civilians walking around. And then they blame the steel. They don't blame yeah. the fact that they walked in and shot something for no reason. No, they're like, yeah. Black Adam made us do this. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> by existing. Black Adam made us shoot wildly and kill all of his people. <laughs> it's, like this, it's like the CAA going to Chile. You're like, why are you even here? It's like, well, yeah. we have to we have to bring, like, order. It's like, no. Like, we're, or we have order. We don't good, fucking yeah. need you. Like, you're just going to go in there and Dude, pop a master shit. You know, that's why I love that conspiracy theory now, is that that was actually a CIA uh, objective to turn that whole tanker sideways. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oil that's prices new, went up. New, and <laughs> that's the new debate, is that it was orchestrated to fuck up, basically, the world's uh, economy. Here's <laughs> like, the deal. You've got a tanker that isn't any larger than all the other tankers that go through. But yeah. it's the one that wind caught it, and it just went sideways. Oh, yeah, the wind <laughs> The caught wind caught it. Cruise line pe- captain to take over that one? Is that what happened? He's like, no, no, I don't need maps. An Italian cruise captain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It was like, <laughs> did they get the guy who, who crashed that one, that Italian dude, uh, yeah. who didn't want someone else taking up his lane? He's showing his girlfriend how good of a driver he is. And he just spins yeah. the wheel out paying attention, the fucking thing goes sideways. You side. don't even need to use this wheel. <laughs> oh, no. I can do this one-handed with my thumb. <laughs> Have you seen the memes of that little that little backhoe digging out in front of it? Yeah. The dude who was actually in the backhoe posted it. Uh, he's like, that's me, yeah. You don't understand. And he's like, and this is how I got stuck in that situation. He's oh, like, no way. Because apparently they need to dig out a little bit of it or something to hook something up. Like, there's a whole explanation as to why oh, yeah. it was there. They can't, because they can't do it fast. Was, no, and it's like, he. I didn't, because it was kind of a meme story, so I just yeah. looked at it like, the, the real guy who got stuck with that job but he got turned into a meme like it was pointless but really his job is super important apparently i like how the idea is like uh like he has to go in there and literally dig an inch an hour otherwise yeah. this entire thing's gonna topple yeah and, and they, they made it seem like that that's the best that like that's Venezuela the best tool for something yeah, yeah the best well it's like what is it like uh i don't know is it cairo where where's the suez canal northern africa Oh, I'm thinking of a totally different canal then. I thought it was the one down in South America. No, that's that's the that's Panama. The oh, the, that's the that's the the one they engineered. That they yeah, made. yeah, the one in South so the America. The Suez was natural. It was a natural canal. Uh, no, it wasn't natural. Natural. It was a natural waterway. They dug into it. But they made it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The problem is like you can, people people have this idea that the boats like when you see a boat there's a like the majority of it is all underwater, but it's it's not yeah. it's not exactly that. So they dug the sides of this thing high in the middle low to have more of a like more water so the ballast would actually let these boats go through. But yeah. this guy got sideways somehow and hit the high ends on the edges yeah. of like an already fairly like natural body of water. Well, but it's like literally sideways. Like, like yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any I don't think they planned ever no, for no, that no, to no. happen. Oh no no never never ever. Never ever. And now the like, problem is like they have to have the they have to have the backhoe to do it and the small things to, to dig little bits because if they dig too much on either side, the balance goes and the whole thing goes sideways and all that shit. Like forget you're in there for a year. You're in there for like two years. Clean that out. Oh my god. And then and then they're talking about all the pirates that are now starting to like plan salivate. to go in and loot. They're just salivating. Oh my god. And then there's gonna be all these black ops mercenary dudes that are gonna want to go in there and defend the boat. There's, oh for I, sure. I, I bet you they're I bet you there's going to be this huge fucking gunfight that goes on for like months because of it and like orchestrated by somebody to create more turmoil. It's going to slow the process down. And They're going to make it heroic oh, like it's like it's like a heroic mission that somebody did. There'll be movies made about it. The problem now is that 
everything like there have been there's been so much so much like validity passed on to conspiracy theories that yeah. are that otherwise shouldn't have validity validity to them. And and now like everything you hear, people are just ready to believe it. And the well, the, the likelihood of it being true is not that far off. No, and that's the worst part is now people are don't trust anything anymore. So mm-hmm. seeing that they're like it wouldn't surprise me anymore if that was somebody's little plan to fuck up some sort of structure that's in place. Like now that's all I think about is clearly our governments don't know what they're doing or they're doing it just for their own benefit. They're not doing it to keep make the world a better place. No, no. Well, and, I, I, and think... I think more and more people are feeling very untrusting of their governments because of it. So I shit, think something like that that seems so outlandish. Yeah. Like how the fuck could that even happen? But it's like nowadays, something stupid seems to happen every other day. Yeah, and it's it's plausible. It's plausible to believe like, that somebody out there engineered it to happen. I'm not yeah. saying it did. I'm not. I'm I, even even that. Like, it, like the whole idea of like the governments are out for themselves. I don't think that's what it is. I think the problem is you've got people who don't. They're not smart people. People in government. If you're okay, here's a great example. We had AG two, yeah. another guy who we know from a, a different podcast. He made a great comment one time that if you're in the public sector. Well, that's because you can't cut it with the uh, the sharks in the private sector, right? And government is a public sector job. These guys aren't sharks. They're not high. They're not high high level guys. But that's the worst part. Is now it's almost like it's a mix of there are sharks that now are in politics. Yeah. So they're they're destroying in politics, and they're and they're like they're like Wall Street bankers that now get to run politics. Fucking so Gordon Gecko. You've got Gordon Gecko running yeah, like a city. Gordon Gecko's in the polit- in the political sector, and then. The people that obviously, like you said, take these public servant jobs who aren't sharks are basically able to become sharks just by title alone or they're pressured oh, by yeah. lobbies. To, you know, they're, they're given, hey, you want to be like me? I'll pay you X amount of money. Just help me do this thing. Right. Like they yeah. lobby them and manipulate them with finances instead of like, maybe I should do the right thing because I got into this to make sure that the world is a better place or my little bubble is a better place. But yeah. yeah seems like it's a bunch of people that have no idea what they're doing. I think that's uh, that's what's more likely. Money for themselves. Not yeah. like it's not like an evil thing. It's like no, no, no. I, I think Joe, it's more Joe likely. And Frank and Bob all want to make that extra fifty thousand dollars a month, so they just t- wait for a lobbyist to come around and ask them to do it. You know? Yeah, I, that's what that's what I think. I think it's more likely that you've got people out there who want to make the world a better place, but are also willing to take a little bit of a little bit of cheddar. They're also well, I think and they, maybe I think not, they start even, to forget about doing that once the even, cheddar starts rolling. In. <laughs> Again, I think there's, I, I think the majority of the politicians who are out there, the majority of them who are out there, really do think they're making a difference for the better. I don't anymore. I, I used to, but now I just think it's like people know that once you get into politics, it's just a cash cow and no. you got a good pension. I well, that could be it. That could be it as well. But at the same time, like my my personal belief is, you've got these people in there who the ones who are able to manipulate it is because like essentially in the U.S. and here in a lot of places too. You kind of have lifetime appointments by way of like a voting base that doesn't die. That's how you yeah. get guys like Mitch McConnell who they'll be there until they die, because their yeah. voting base doesn't die. Their voting base informs the younger people who are going to vote within their voting base. And guys like McConnell stay there forever. And those guys are problematic. They are they are an issue. Like right now, like look at look at fucking Georgia. You know how like in Georgia now it's going to be illegal to have uh, a voter take water or food to anybody in a voting line or hand food to somebody in front of you in lineup. Yeah, like why? <laughs> like, well, again, here's here's a great here's a great example of like a conspiracy theory gone kind of bonkers. You've got voting machines and people who vote in poor communities that are usually minority communities. They get the worst people working there. They get the shittiest machines, and yeah. they have more likelihood of having longer lineups. Well, you've got people in majority communities 
that are you know more likely to vote like Republican, or they they get better machines, they get better people working in the places they work, they don't get ID when they vote as much, so that you get Republicans just kind of perpetually staying in power within Georgia. Yeah, but the Democrats do that too. Both the, the American system is fucked, man. It's like fucked. They, yeah, they, but look, man. There's like, just as many wasps on both sides. Nah, dude. I'll tell you straight up. You're gonna see that more, and it's you can you can Google it. You can look at the facts. The facts still remain that more likely you're gonna have harder voting regulations and restrictions in Republican governed areas than you will in Democrat governed areas, and harder laws against voters and more lax voting regulation for uh, like uh, Republican voters than you will for Democrat voters, especially minorities. But then. But then technically, isn't that a bad thing that there isn't proper, like, restriction to voting Absolutely. to keep votes safe? Like, For I sure. don't understand how there was a protest because they passed a law stating that you had to have government-issue ID to vote. Yeah. And someone protested that. Yeah, no, for sure. That gets protested a lot. Now that's th- ludicrous. That's like you can I can go vote, but you can't do that up here. You no. have to be like you have to be registered somewhere. That makes sense to me. But then like, you can also look at how long it takes for the average minority voter to go to where they need to get their identification oh, and yeah, where they can go to get their identification. And then you but look at the, the average thing, non nineties. Like they complained that there's like one voting booth in like an entire district for the, for everybody. It's like, what did they do this to them for? So none of them vote. Like, oh yeah. And then forget about that. I mean, just look at like Jerry rigging. I get like your gerrymandering. Sorry. Look yeah. at like gerrymandering is ridiculous where you will yeah. have like Republican demographics that have like high voting blocks in one area. And then they will just like loop in an area they can control and then yeah. have a large voting block now control a minority voting block. Like, yeah. the way they fuck around is ridiculous. Well, and the, and the fact that it's like every state has their own style of voting and way to vote, it's like, yeah. it's almost like they tricked them into thinking it was like a good idea to ha- let them do what they want. Yeah. When all it does is make the whole thing convoluted. Cause it's completely convoluted. Their system is they vote for the president instead of their little part. Like, it'd be different if each state voted collectively the way we did, I guess. But, like, I also don't like the way our system is run because I don't want to – of course, my Strathcona is going to be NDP forever. So, fine. I don't really care about that. I'm just saying I'm not voting for that chick. I want to vote for the prime minister that's running in that party. So, But you vote for your party here. But you just vote for your local party. And it's like, well, that doesn't really say anything. Like, it's useless. That, to me, is a throwaway vote. It's it's all ridiculous, man. I'm voting for X – ex-member of the NDP or the Green Party that's the yeah. current prime minister running and prime minister. Yeah, you should be able to vote for the person you want to be the prime minister. But yeah, again, like, like our system doesn't work like that. Individual votes, those, those should be done individually. Like if she wants to keep her riding and there's an election, we vote for that individually. That doesn't reflect, that means when the coming prime minister election, maybe that affects it. No, for sure it does because then you don't have anybody in your party to vote with you. Yeah. and like I, I mean, because then, then you'd have basically have like a, a prime minister with no power at all, right? Yeah, but I, I'm not saying they need to take away their power. I'm just saying, like, why am I voting for somebody locally that can only affect me on a local basis, and that might not at all affect what happens? Uh, there's, on yeah, a there's, level. there's definitely problems with it. But I mean, if you it's, don't, if you don't vote for your party, like that, that's a, how like uh, like Commonwealth elections work. If you vote for your party member, then the party gets seats, and then the person who leads the party becomes a prime minister. Now, if you just but, voted for your prime minister and then you didn't vote for the party, then the prime minister is now the head of the country. But then he now has to basically like, like beg for votes among anybody who will vote for whatever ideas he's got. No, you, you, I think you misunderstood what I meant. I, I'm saying like I don't want to vote for local NDP leader. Right. I want to vote for the NDP leader running for prime minister specifically. Yes. So it would be the NDP. I wouldn't say that the yep. prime minister is like a solo campaign guy. Yep. Oh, okay. No, no, I get what I you mean. I thought you, I thought, I thought you thought I meant something else. No, no, no. I, I get what you mean. Like you, you don't oh. want to vote for say like John Smith running your neighborhood. 
you want to vote for like the thing is it's just going to be repetitive and i'm not saying it should take them out it's just Mm. that i'm just throwing it on top of the pile because i know they're going to get it anyway like this this county's been the same riding for what 20 years now is yeah yeah, it's been a while tracy mcpherson or something i don't know but that sounds that's what i mean i don't even care it's like sure i'll go put ndp on my ticket and walk Uh, away because it feels meaningless right it does but I mean, like that's unfortunately how our system works. Our system yeah. works where, like, if you don't vote for the person in your riding, then then your prime minister who you who is gonna win won't friggin' have any anybody to vote with them in a yeah. in the and party. It's like, clearly, it didn't matter that I voted NDP this year. I think I voted Green because I just was like, I'm sick of voting for the the slow bipartisanship of our country. So I still yeah. vote for the Green Party because I know it's meaningless, but I refuse to just accept one of the three choices that they make us pick now. Yeah. So yeah, but like better than two, man. It's, Better it's than two. Away, no matter what it seems, right? You're like, oh, yeah. fuck, I guess I'll give it to somebody. Well, that's, that's like my argument about like what we were saying earlier. Like, I don't think it's not that I think voting is bad, but at the same time, I don't think it really it's going to make an overall difference in your quality of yeah. life. Like, and your your life will not change whether or not you've got person A or person B in your party. Like, like uh, racism will not go away because we've got all liberals in government. Yeah, like, like it's not just gonna go away. To stop being racist. Yeah, doesn't make it go away. It's not gonna <laughs> like, stop. Like, I mean, like thank God that ten thousand people posted to not be like again our current standing. Like, uh, yes, unfortunately, there's probably a lot of random Asian hate. I guess I don't know if it's all tied to that one crazy dude shooting up those ladies in the rub and tug. Why don't we talk about the fact that they were like sex slaves first before we worry about some asshole that shot them? Like, yeah, both things, right? But at the same yeah, time, then, like that's that's. It's I, that's a tough but one, again, man. It's like the, the the posts, all the posts you see are the it's the it's the Eiffel Tower post during the terrorist attack. It's the I want everyone to know that I care, but you don't. How come no one talks about the fucking the Muslims now? They're finally talking about the Uyghur Muslims in China. Finally, yeah, yeah. finally, barely, right? yeah, yeah. We're finally people have totally forgot about Hong Kong. Yeah, nobody talks about Taiwan anymore. Yeah, but we need to stop Asian hate. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And everybody just is so like backwards blind to, to regular shit now it's and the, the issue too is we're so insulated to what the outside world like right now there's a huge riot in britain but nobody in america's talking about it nobody in canada's talking Dude, about I it no and it's an and it's an anti this is what blows me away is everyone's like fucking anti-maskers i'm like you know what as far as i know any protests internationally i've seen were anti-lockdown mm-hmm. protests they yeah. weren't anti-mask protests that's a big difference that's called they don't want, appreciate what the government's doing to them yeah and they want it to change and the government's like no fuck you this is what you need but that they loop it in. Shit. But they loop that shit in. It's like the, what yeah, what annoys like, well, me because I said, man, there's counter protest groups now. There's literally groups going around trying to counter protest anti government protests yes. in the city. Devin's in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and the, it's mind blowing. My my issue with that whole thing is how you they so easily just glaze over the fact that an anti mask movement and an anti lockdown movement are they they yeah. try to make them the same thing. They try to yeah. do that and immediately, and this could just be because the majority of minorities might not want to be yelled at or, or pointed at any more than they already are, but they don't usually oh, yeah, join, of course. but they don't usually join anti-mask and anti-lockdown groups. So the people who are anti-mask and anti-lockdown are visibly almost always white. But the problem is they always point the finger of racism towards them because there are people in that group that are racist and yell racist shit. But then that's, and like they ends up, those people, I feel like just wait for their opportunity yeah. to join in. For sure. And then, the worst part is there's ones that are literally just anti-government and someone just decides to tag on that they're, well, they must just be racist if they're anti-lockdown, which is actually yeah. anti. Like, I just, it blows me away that people that used to be anti, like the same people that are saying all <clears throat> cops are bastards 
are the yeah. people that are saying you're crazy for not trusting the government. Yes. That is fucking the biggest mind fuck I've ever heard. Yeah, that's about. that's a wild one too. That's that's it's a cognitive it's like, dissonance thing, right? Like the, like if you want this safety that you think we're supposed to have, you need the police around for that. Yeah, yeah. Getting rid but of yeah. Well, I mean, getting rid of the cops won't solve anything. It'll just make more problems. No. The problem is you need better trained cops. You need cops who are well, trained. Well, yeah, I mean, we know that, but it's like, it's just everyone's knee-jerk reaction. Let's put up a fucking meme about how cops are pieces of shit, but also listen to the government because they know what's best for us. But like, it's the same when, problem. When have you ever in your life thought that? That's the same problem I've got, though. Like, it's the same thing. My, my problem with that is, like, you've got these groups that really want better training for cops and better yeah. better trained personnel with the police, but at the same time, they do this all cops are bastard thing. Well, I don't even think those groups do. I think there are intelligent people that want more depth into debate. And then there's just the big group of yellers yes. that want to remove all law enforcement whatsoever. Yeah, but that's the same thing. You get. That's what I mean. Like, you get that from the other side. So, like, you'll have people who are more right-wing minded. They won't try to, like, separate that group by saying that, you know, there are people out there who want better trained cops. Yeah. And they'll only push a propaganda angle that all cops are bastards. And yeah. uh, all like minority groups are bleeding heart liberals and pieces of shit, and they want the cops gone. Yeah, they don't. They don't three. try to separate the idea that people on the left side just want better trained police officers. The same way the left won't ever try to separate the fact that anti-lockdown people aren't all just a bunch of racists and crazy rednecks, and yeah. they make this crazy stereotype. And I'm like, man, I just want to see the government not be shitty. Yeah, like that's how that's, I look at it. When that's when, all we want. My, yeah, it's like, yeah. how else do I look at it? And, and I know they're being shitty. And I'm like, man, there, there's anti... So there's anti-lockdown protests in Toronto right now. Yeah. And there was a whole... Uh, what is that CBC? It's like one of those, like, m- not marketplace. You know, CBC has their little type of show, the show? they do. The and Power and Politics. And journalism. That. Yeah. They've got, like, they've got their uh, Power and Politics. They've got... Um, I know W5 is CTV. But, yeah, uh, but but that's the thing. It's like I think of marketplace, but it's not marketplace. It's an investigative journalism show. I, I think I don't know what you're does, She did a 20 minute thing, basically not not saying um what is the what it like not trying to understand the anti lockdown protests. Yeah, she did a, she did an entire article about how misinform how people are profiting from the misinformation of anti masks, like. A completely biased investigative journalism report about how the protests are a bunch of crazy conspiracy nut jobs, yeah. and there's people profiting from it. Which you know what there probably are because there's people oh, for sure there are. on both sides. Right? Yeah, definitely. There's people trying to sell medicine that's going to cure COVID allegedly, <clears throat> yeah. right? And so they're tying those corrupt people to the protest groups now. Yeah, but that's so they're it's saying that bait, they're right? manipulating the protest groups into being anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. And like, yeah. no, they're anti-government, man. Like, they're anti. Well, they're anti-lockdown. They're anti-lockdown. That, that, that's and the that, problem that's too. The journalism that we now have the same journalism that the Americans have. We yeah, have we have clickbait journalism. Like you, you and know, and like the, the fact that we have protests this close to home means something to me. And like, no, they don't cover those protests internationally. They're everywhere. Well, um, you mean the Toronto protests or the Britain no, protests? No, like any anti-lock. There's anti-lockdown protests all over the place now. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, and they won't cover them properly. The, the, the problem be, too that is should be something that maybe the world government should go. Hey, maybe we should talk about this. Oh, they won't do that of, for sure. Instead of suppressing protests, like man, the UK, that's crazy. They want to pass a law that makes it illegal to protest. Yeah, that's weird. They <laughs> that's want to pretty, use the coronavirus as a way to pass it. Yeah, the whole thing is the thing is wonky, and I got like I was saying, that's it lends the problem is, and it's, I'll keep going back to it. My biggest problem is that there's no discussion about what, no. like what people want or who people are. There's just like, finger pointing and yelling. I never thought I would live 
I would live in a reality where, because I remember ages ago them discussing about how here's how you can prevent protesters is you start like slowly corralling them and you find a reason to make it unsafe for them to even protest not like peacefully. Yeah. And they're doing it now. They're doing it now. This is something that they like, Jesus, you can take that. You shouldn't be able to take that away from anybody. No, I mean, that's like a constitutional right. Like the the right to protest, like peaceful protest is like a constitutional right in a lot of places. Right. Yeah. And they're saying now because of coronavirus that they, it's not safe for you to protest. Yeah. It's a scary, it's a scary world, man. I mean, it's just that that's, it's not just, that's weird because that's not a conspiracy theory now. No, it's it's not. And it's not a one sided problem. The problem is doesn't matter what side you're on. It doesn't matter if you're right. And it doesn't matter if you're left. It's all clickbait. And it's all pointing fingers and trying to trying to create a propaganda angle to make yeah. the other person the enemy. Yeah. And that's that's my biggest problem. This got like the whole idea of like racism in um like passive or casual ignorance being called out as racism and getting canceled because you're not willing to sit down and talk to somebody about what their intent was. Like what was yeah, your I intent? There being a point where they were trying to push it as, hey, if you hear someone saying something like that. Maybe try to find a way to get through to them and discuss it right? and show them how you feel. But now it's all just white people correcting other white people instead of like, if you said that shit, say, say you were ignorantly that way, right? Yeah. And, and then you said something that was probably ignorant in front of a black guy that was, and the black guy's like, Hey man, you know, blah, 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 blah. You, you get through to them. It's, yep. it's like, Oh shit. Okay, cool. But no, it's like, you're sitting in a group of white people. A guy's ignorantly racist. Yeah. No one really cares. Cause they're like, well, you know, we're all white. Unfortunately, that's the case. But you got a white guy who tries to tell another white guy. It's like, who the fuck are you when you're the same person? Is like you're just as hypocritical as the next guy because you know, like if if I sit in a room with guys and one guy says retard or the R word, another guy corrects him. Two minutes later, he uses the same word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just says so it I'm himself. Like, you don't get to fucking talk to me like that. Like if I was in a room with a special needs person and someone said that, and yeah, it's yeah. like we'd all be like, holy shit. And if the special needs person was like, hey man, you know I don't like that word. Yeah awesome i am sorry i used to say it all the time like dude i didn't grow up saying things are gay or saying things are you're calling guys fags yeah yeah. i never grew up with that but i it's almost like i have to be careful around anyone because they just assume i'm that way because i'm white and i'm I'm straight you know like look man even let's just say three people it's not even gay people it's like regular it's just someone that has no reason to be mad at me let's just say for the sake of argument you're in a room full of only white guys white males right and let's just say you make for whatever reason a casual, not you in general, but in the the, yeah. the royal you. Even if it was me and I didn't realize it, I'm sure. Whatever, I have, man. Right? Like, let's just say, let's just say you made a casual comment that came across as ignorant, not racist, because like just ignorant. Just well, sometimes I think when I say like lebs, yeah, like, right, even that, that that's kind of that's kind of rough, you know. Yeah. Like Lebanese guys or lebs, and yep. I'm like fuck, you know. But everybody says lebs. I've heard brown people say lebs, black guys say lebs. Everybody but says so it. like. Right, but it still does sound a little janky. Me, it does. Right? It does sound. It sounds. It sounds uh, like there's. It's rough. It hasn't been sandpapered down to be acceptable. Yeah. Okay, but let's just hear me out. Let's just say you're in a room full of guys and you make something. And you make a comment that is offhandedly ignorant, not racist, just ignorant, but could be perceived as, "Hey, man, like, cool it." Now, if somebody right. else comes to you, another white guy, and he comes to you and says, "Hey, you know, I mean, like, that could be perceived as being ignorant about a, a different minority group," there's yeah. nothing wrong with the both of you being like, "I never thought of it that way." And just yeah, walking but away. The, but the, but the problem is you got unfortunately it's like guys it's their chance to be a hero. Yeah yeah no you you anyone, to, you I don't do have that. That really approaches it is intelligent enough to look at it as in like an ignorant misunderstanding. 
and it's like but my that's, chance to get my badge. But right? that's where I'm getting at. What I'm getting yeah. at is the, the like in an ideal world, you will say something that is ignorant. Somebody will walk up to you and just be like, I don't think we're saying that anymore. And you'll be like, oh, I didn't, I think, didn't think about it. Like just yeah. the silly the Lebs thing, right? I didn't think about it like that. It is a little bit rougher than I wanted it to be. There's no Lebanese people here, but I used it. Yeah. You correct. You didn't correct me, but you kind of like brought it to my attention. Yeah. In an ideal well, world, I always talk about like I always talk about like Lebanese barbers. It's like it's in their blood. They're the be- they're the people you learn like you you learn from a Lebanese guy, man. They're, they're, they're really good. Elephant. I always say I'm like man, Leb barbers, right? Yep. Like that's just that's not derogatory. It just comes to me. out. It's just Lebanese barbers are really fucking good at being a barber. It is. But I'm too lazy to say Lebanese barber. It comes out. Now, the the problem is that you will have people in that group in the same scenario. You're going to say something not racist, just ignorant, and somebody else is going to use that to gain, like, status in the room by Some calling you out. Yeah. yeah, that's the but problem. Then, that then, happens like, too much. Experience, I actually know a guy that goes by the name Jerry the Lab. And he's Lebanese. And he's Lebanese. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what do I do? <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah, like, I still, but to me, like I said, I say it and it's like, gosh, that does sound kind of like... yeah. Like tag, you know, like it sounds, it sounds like a, rough. a little rough. And I'm just like, okay, well, I can learn from that, and I don't really need to, but I'll just, I, it's more just mind your p's and q's when you talk it in a way, right? Yes. But it's yeah, it's like there's these guys looking for their hero moment. Like I'll never need a hero moment in those instances. If if someone was dropping like hard end bombs all over the place, yeah, yeah. Adam, I'd be like, hey man, I'm standing right next to you. Hey man, you want to smoke in the other direction? Because like I don't want to fuck. Got an area of effect here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's like. We're all saying it if you're saying it. You know, like, <laughs> we're all basically saying it like, if you keep saying it. Yeah, like I'm not saying we're all going to start saying it, but like if no, 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 no. here with you, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, and it's like, you know that that sounds bad, right? Like, yeah. you know that that's bad. It's a rough you? thing to be saying. Yeah, but like, so that's different. And like, I like, I know I feel bad being this way because it's like, I have, for, for weeks now, everyone posts stop Asian hate. I'm like, definitely, definitely stop Asian hate. <laughs> yeah. But like, what about like, all the Asian hate that goes on in the world. Well, like, see, by other that's, Asians to Asians. That's, like, what about... <laughs> that's not... Uh, here's the problem with that, with that viewpoint of that. Like, what about all the hate? It, the, the thing is, right now, in where we are, it's a problem here, right? It's the house on fire. But, but what I found odd is they took the shooting in the States as a catalyst to bring up the whole racism about the coronavirus thing that basically wasn't around anymore it's like it was there but no it was it was around like it was trump's fault that everyone said it like that they kind of got bored of it and then the shoot-up happened and now it's like we need to really evaluate how bad it is for asians i'm like sure but like telling me that i gotta make sure i post about it isn't gonna stop another guy from saying a racist thing to an asian person no 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 no. you don't need to every morning and i'm not like oh thank god as a white person i didn't have homicidal tendencies towards asians today yeah you don't don't need to post about it no 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 that's wrong not not you what you're saying is wrong i think like people who try to push that agenda is wrong look here's the the badge thing it's the badge of honor that they want to make sure that they get by calling out somebody and then this man in, in Calgary, apparently there's all these sexual assaults happening. Yeah. yeah. So, and they're like, it's really rough for women and minorities in Calgary. I'm like, cool. Why are you assuming it's white supremacists that are also attacking women in Calgary? Was that like posted so, somewhere? Was that like a, an assumption? That there's so, like, no, there's just social media people that are really like, because they're oh, posting no. all the Yeah, attacks. fuck them, man. They don't know what they're talking about. That, but that man, that's the worst part is everyone just jumped. Everyone posts. It, it, yeah, yeah. it goes viral so much quicker now. That, but that's the, the problem with social media. Because the media doesn't have anything to do. So they go, oh, well, let's just pick up on all this extra crap and yeah, feed well, off the social media account. There's your problem, man. You're you're going to like local media and social media. That's that's problem number one. I don't go to it. I'm just like going through my normal media social media you gotta block it in my face I, know, I, I have to be on it now right like the worst part is when you want to use it for your career and yeah 
you're inundated with all this extra shit and it's like i just want to go back to where i didn't have anything dude you need to post and ghost like you just post it and walk away don't yeah, like a shit like i and like i'm going to and i do for the most part but like it's just like it's so rampant and but, you're like man what did you do to stop anybody from doing anything other than put that on the internet dude here's the thing going back to the the stop asian hate thing i don't know if you've noticed or our listeners have noticed i'm not a white guy so i get i get an right. awful lot i get an awful lot of shit thrown my way all the time but well, the, that's yeah like and that's the worst part is i'm aware of all that like it's just horrible stereotypes yeah, yeah but like, but yeah. the thing is like look i don't need you as my friend to post stop Asian hate for me to know that you're yeah. not a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Like if you were reminding me about that, I'd be like, what do you mean? I'd be like, I, I bugged Luke one day. I was like, Hey Luke, did you make sure not to murder your child and your wife? Today? Right. Exactly. Married to like an Asian with a half Asian kid. Yeah. 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 And he's like, Oh yeah. I had to make sure I had to fight, suppress all my rage towards my Asian wife. I'm like, exactly. Like, I, those are the things where I think like, that's where you need to have more, like a like normal dialogue instead of just the yelling and screaming. Like you absolutely yeah. have to post and ghost. You have to just put what you need to put out there and walk away, because yeah. there's so much, there's so much bullhorn bullshit from small groups. Like these are yeah. you are looking at literally the ten percent of both sides who might yeah. do something, and then the two percent of both sides who do something, and they're both really yeah. loud. That's all it is. Yeah, and it's and you know and and I almost do and I almost think of my posts every time I make one I post like as if I don't know anything else is going on other than what is going on in that post. That's what you like, gotta the do. Posts have to be so in the moment. Yeah. Like and, and I'm glad I do that, right? I don't associate it with anything else. Because and like I'll you're be, right, I gotta just yeah, do less. man, you have to you have to do less. I'll because I'll be totally honest with you, man. Like it's not that racism has gone up in like such a gigantic spike. But there's yeah. like you can you do feel it like I told like I I had one in uh, fucking Sobeys I was just getting my groceries yeah. I told yeah, you about it the like, other day oh, man. It's like what's with your mask it's like, I'm just wearing a mask that's got a skull on it and honest to God I do wear that mask being a non-white person to kind of have like a like a fuck you going on so I don't get harassed Yeah that's fun and you know what man why how come <laughs> if a bunch of those stupid goth kids that wear like the whatever cyberpunks that would the yep. it's not whatever it it's is like steampunk but goth Yeah. I know yeah, what it is. They were yeah, in there wearing that shit. He wouldn't ask him what the fuck is up with their. No man, he wouldn't. But like, uh, you know, a white guy in a Sobeys has all the balls in the world to ask me, like, to point at me and ask me yeah. what's up with what I'm wearing. And then well, that's you know, what we're talking about too is what? What? How, how come all these people that would usually bite their tongue and be miserable and complain about it on the ride home? What gave them the courage to now speak up and to do that? Both aspects, right? Like, yeah, for sure. Do, do you remember? Do you remember this? This is fucked up. But the second time I went to Thailand. Mm-hmm. That girl that got offended by my shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Like th- this is what I'm talking. This is four. The, this is five years ago now. Basically, an oral sex shirt. Like you know. But no, no, not even. It's just a band shirt, and it's out of the three things it says on there. One of the things says "eat pussy." And the yeah, other yeah. two are "hail Satan" and "drink whiskey." No, but what I'm it's saying is like shirt. it's not it's not violent. It's just saying like you know basically no. drink your booze, pleasure your woman, and um, be a good person. But, but even then, you don't need to dissect it because anybody that I know is aware of just band shirts. I've, I've never, I've never once been, I've never offended. I've worked at the gym all the time. Yeah. Do you think anybody got mad at me at the gym here no, in Canada? No. no, hold on a second. No, definitely dissect it. Dissect it down to what it actually says. There's yeah, nothing but, hurtful but, on that. But I already know. Yeah. But me knowing that, like I'm not worrying about offending somebody, but then you have a complete stranger from like Ireland. I think she was from and she was shit faced. Yeah. And it's like, what's offensive about it? And she's like, what it, it says, eat pussy. I'm like, is, is that a bad thing? Is that offensive? And then she's, it offends me. I'm like, the word, the, is it too vulgar for you? I was like, you know, yeah. you're in a country where they shoot like razor blades out of their vaginas, right? And yeah. you're in an after hours bar getting shit faced. 
and what you're doing is probably more offensive to the locals than what I'm wearing right now. You're in a party town with yeah. like with a guy you don't know. Yeah. And a shirt that doesn't say anything offensive on it. No. It and you say, are creating a moment. Yeah. Or rape all women. Like it doesn't say something no. like if I had a shirt that was like rape chicks. Sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Ballsy. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah. That's pretty. Well, like, please, please, please explain to me the context of that shirt. Yes. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like that was so many years ago. And now it's like it's the, like way more relevant for that to occur. Like back then it was shocking for me. Yeah. Now it's like I wouldn't be surprised if I wore it and someone's like, "Oh, yeah, that's offensive." It's like, no, that's again the other thing. How now? Now all the people, the, the, the monocle wearing old man and the lady clutching her pearls yeah, yeah. are now a green haired lady and a dude with like a nose ring, and you know, like exactly. But the problem oh, I too, never, how offensive? Like the, what? The problem here for me anyway, being being a minority, is that there's almost like a uh, the the nerfing of the world is happening from people who are not. They're not living my experience. No. So when I, so a, a, a huge part of the problem for me is, look, I've dealt with this shit for a long time. I've been in industries yeah. where I've been the brown guy in the room. I've been in schools oh, yeah. where I've been the brown guy in the school. And I've been in situations on a regular basis where I'm the only minority in the town. Like it just, it just happens a lot. And then for me to, to say like, you know, it, I toughen myself up. I know what I can do. I'm confident in who I am. Racism comes at me. I kind of let it go, whatever, and walk away. There's also people who don't handle when racism hits them telling me that I should be more vocal about stopping yeah. racism, like, which also I bothers like me. Literal people that are going to tell you you're not doing enough. Yeah, that happens. That happens. I mean, I've, I've had people tell me it's like, you're too easy on it. And I'm like, I mean, you've been in places with me where I've smacked guys in the mouth for saying the wrong thing to me about the color yeah. of my skin. Like, I got through oh, a guy yeah. we knew down a flight of stairs because he asked who the brown guy was. Yeah. Like, that's all he said to me. He's like, who's yeah. the brown guy? And I was going to throw that guy down a flight of stairs because he said it. So, like, why do I have to, like, you know, for, like, there's the opposite side. Why do I have to prove how much of a minority I am and how much it hurts me? Like, I do yeah, my, I carry this card, well, man. That, and that's the thing is the people I find that are, are being the loudest about it and expecting everyone to contribute are ones that they're, they've, they hide in their house all the time anyway. Or they, they avoid any kind of. They, they have a hard time in the world to begin with. Yeah, they, they're the ones that would rather have the entire world bubble wrapped for them instead of adapting to the world the way it is. I don't but, know. Like, but there is also, there is, and I know it because I feel it and I see it, there is also definitely a rise in like uppity fucking white people who think they can tell anybody who's well, not well, white what to part. do. Now they're sick of it too. Like the, like the, And it sucks because now the ones that normally would keep their mouths shut. Yep. Are they're now talking. thinking it's okay, an okay time for them to voice their insane opinions about stuff. Yeah. In that, in that aspect too. And it's like you're you sound crazier than if than if you had said nothing, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like there's like an empowered for you, you know. There's like an empowered white guy out there now who just feels like yeah. he can say and do whatever he wants because it's okay to point the and like like I know you said the the shooting was the catalyst. The shooting wasn't the catalyst. The shooting was like the final straw on the camel's back. It's like well, this whole fucking I, year has not been easy. I don't think I meant to say it was a catalyst. I'm just saying it's almost like the Asian hate thing kind of wasn't sexy enough. Yeah. yeah. So they needed the, so then they needed to ramp up how much more attention it needed. And, and it was done in a really weird way as opposed to just like maybe it should be addressed more properly. Like we don't, you don't need to make, you're going to make a law. Asian hate's illegal. Yeah. Well, that's going to stop it. Well, so, I'll tell you what too, like. like from reading like more about that particular incident, like that whole incident was handled so poorly too. Well, like it was handled like, man, so the whole badly. Thing is bad. Like, why are we looking at who was holding those women 
as sex slaves too. Yeah, oh. Are they investigating the, the rub and tugs that they worked at? But no. the problem is that's going to, that's going to take the story in the wrong direction. Exactly. That's not clickbait. That's more important to me. Yeah. yeah that's not crazy neck beard that shot them. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's, like, well, I mean, it's not more important. It's equally as important. It has, well, it has equal importance. Is, and you know what? I funny. I took, I took a weird story arc with it in my head once where I was like, what if it was one of those fucked up love stories where, this little poor Asian sex slave and this total redneck neckbeard fall in love and he decides I'm going to go get my girl out of the rub and tug. Right? It's true romance. And, and yeah. And he blasts through all these rub and tugs and they inevitably, but then like his girl gets killed and then he gets arrested and then, and then the rub and tug shoots a bunch of other chicks and makes it look like he killed everyone. And it's like, like I would love to find out. It's like, it was a true love story between yeah, yeah. A, a sex slave and this nerdy white guy. And oh, gross. it would have been, it would have people's heads would have exploded. Oh been, dude. Could you imagine if 25, 30 years from now, the story breaks that this guy was trying yeah. to get her out and in she the, had his baby, like she was pregnant with his baby in or the ensuing escape, the shootout yeah. happens and bullets are just flying and people are dying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, like, like a bunch of the prostitutes or whatever, the massage ladies got shot in the crossfire Good Lord. and like some of the Johns did, but it was really him trying to save her. And they, but he meant to just like get her. Yeah. And then the whole thing went south and like he had guns cause he's a crazy redneck. Right. Yep. And you know, the pimp dudes obviously have guns and it was just a crazy true romance story. It but the amazing. problem, <laughs> the problem here is like all things are true. It's like, you've got crazy people who have slaves and then you've got incels who are nuts. Like, yep. like the problem is like we live in such a weird time that all things are true at the same time. Isn't that fucked up? That's what yeah. I look at too. Everything is everything is a reality or an, or a potential reality for yes. everybody. It's like oh. every oh, you got something. Sorry, that being said, it reminded me. There's a meme where it shows Shaq and he's doing like a roller skate lineup with people and learning how to dance. Oh no! And it, no, it's great because it's like he finished his main storyline. Now he's just cleaning up all the side quests. <laughs> He's just doing all this extra fun shit, right? Oh, that's that's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He's, like now he's doing roller skates. He's a DJ. He's he, money. He's a business owner. He's he like, finished ah. the NBA story, and now yeah. he's doing all the side quests to power his character up. Yeah, he's a he's a sports commentator. Yeah, his main story yeah. was become like a great NBA All Star guy, yes. and now it's like, oh, well, now I gotta just like clean up the the fetch quests. Yes. You know, like <laughs> I gotta so go anyway, do the the follow quest, there, the right. fetch quest. Everything can be a reality now. No, uh, that's that's and that's a problem, right? And that's why I think we're in such a weird place with media. Like, and that's why I've shut all mine off. Like, I've shut everything down because the the problem well, is dude, that that that, in, that investigative journalism report where the, basically the lady was slandering anti-government protests in my eyes. Yeah, that was enough for me to just like remove any kind of news updates from my YouTube channel now because mm-hmm. it's like they have a top news bar and I used to check in on it but now it's like no, this no, is man. all misleading information. I literally report news like mainstream news now on youtube as misleading information yeah because a lot of it is because you're not going to get but no one does it and i bet you those reports go unnoticed they're like oh no 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 that that's the thousands of misleading report complaints we get on youtube are real no you're they're they're gonna get noticed they're gonna get noticed the same way all the weird right-wing shit gets noticed gonna get blocked or shut down on youtube no no cbc won't get blocked or shut down um the the fox news guys can say whatever they want there's gonna be a huge Mm -hmm. demographic watching them they're gonna have cna CNN says says all their weird shit that doesn't make any kind of relevant sense anymore. The bleed, the weird bleeding heart stuff. Like every every news outfit now is a meme. It's like a yeah. meme waiting to happen. And it's like they don't know what to do, so they jump on the meme train as well. Like yeah. they just they they well like man most a lot of people said their main way like journalists now just go straight to Twitter to find something and they don't do any fact checking. They yeah. just write an article and they copy paste the title and well editors and are dead. Just, like there's no more editors. Like there's nobody there to like check your work. 
It doesn't happen. Yeah. You just post it and it's gone. And if we get like a reaction, we get a reaction. I'll take a look at it later on. Yeah, that's yeah. it. They, they don't have to be you used to have to be accountable. It was illegal to post misleading information. Yeah, not anymore. Um, and now that it's like they can defend themselves for doing it. Like, you don't know what it's like to be a journalist. I'm like, well, like but what about the guys in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s? Like, what, what about fucking the Watergate guys? Well, uh, the Bernstein. Yeah. What you think like these they, guys, they, you know what? If that was nowadays, those guys would get looked at as nut jobs and conspiracy theorists. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, they were looked at as nut jobs. Government isn't corrupt. Dude, they were looked at as conspiracy theorists then until the shit that they wrote about turned out to be true. And then then things came crashing down. Like all the water. It almost doesn't matter. Even if it is true, someone's like, no, it can't be. Like now it's like no one trusts any kind of like valid backup information. You can just discredit it somehow. Well, they work for blah, blah, blah. That must be why it's not true. Like, okay. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, my, my problem is with everybody all the time. Always like I, I don't trust or respect anybody's like anybody's media point of view anymore. Like I look at yeah. Don Lemon. It's the same as Tucker Carlson. Like I see Don Lemon do yeah, his shit. Dude, they're just yeah, they're talking heads. That's yeah, why the term he does is so the well same thing as used. Tucker Carlson. Like I mean, they both they both give their stupid faces on their on their dumb screens and they make these like weird like uh, emotional breakdowns. Don't make any like nobody makes sense anymore. And there was a time like there was literally a time I'll say twenty years ago when both of those guys were probably like, like good-hearted journalists. Yeah. That's like fair. trying to make a difference. And then each one just went so far down a rabbit hole on both sides. Like I see Sean Hannity. I'm like, I bet you like 30 years ago, his intent, well, maybe Sean Hannity. He's kind of like a, like a, like a, a true believer. But you look at like guys like Carlson and whatnot. They don't seem like 20 years ago they were as true believery as they are no, now. No, they still have some really good, po- I, I, it's weird because sometimes they'll say something, like I've heard he says stuff that's like, wow, Tucker Carlson made, Carlson made a good point about yeah. the way that side of the government's fucked. I'm like, huh, okay, so occasionally he gets, he, he decides to take a, a good side or a good stance for once. But, it's but that's still, worse to me, man. That's worse to me because that's no better than Glenn Beck. Remember Glenn Beck? He was, yeah. he became like the, the Fox News version of Stephen Colbert and it yeah. drove him crazy because he started to believe yeah. his own bullshit. Yeah, yeah, like now it's like they, they, the reality's mixed and then their agendas don't add up and it's no, like man. it's like a guy who's been believing in the Bible for 50 years and then he's like there is no god. Like yeah. they fall apart, right? Yeah. These are these are these are faith these are faith healers that are on the news. Yeah, man. You and know? they're they're all like such they're tough conversations. Snakes won't bite you if you trust in God, you know, like Did you uh, you you never you still never got around to justify, huh? Justified. A TV series you talking about? Yeah, it's like a like the, no. like a new western. Again, see there's like a dozen shows that there's a the uh, there's a great yeah. moment in that when you've got this kid who is he's not a faith healer but he's a snake handler so like his oh, whole sorry, thing is one, one sec okay we're gonna you, pause I want I want to hear the explanation here yeah, yeah. just gotta grab something grab what you gotta grab yeah right. sorry okay so there's a kid that's like is he a snake charmer guy yeah so like his whole angle He's this uh, this kid who's got a church. He's got like one of those tent churches. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. And he's a snake handler. So he does his whole like Baptist thing where they all come out, they clap, they sing, they do their dances, and then he heals people. And then um, he picks up the snakes. And he's he believes that it's his grandfather had the power, his father had the power, he's got the power. He'll hold the yeah. snakes up and he doesn't get bit. Or if he gets bit, he doesn't die. Right. So, uh, but meanwhile, his sister's been milking all the snakes while he's asleep. So she gets oh, all so the venom out. He doesn't out. even know. He has no idea. So then you've oh, got I the. They were like they both knew the scam, right? Nah, man. So then you got the secondary main character, who's like the like a villain, the villain of the show, Boyd Crowder. He brings a snake, like a rattlesnake, and he brings it to him. He's like, "Hey, man, in front of all these churchgoers, if you've got the power, well, you can take my snake." 
and hold it up. And like, maybe the good Lord's going to save you. He's like, well, you know, I would, I would do it. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll do it. And his sister's trying to tell him like, don't. And then Boyd tells him like, you should listen to your sister because she's had you fooled because she's manipulated events to make you think that you're, you're impervious of the snake bite. The kid ends yeah. up taking the snakes up in the air because he says, like, no, no, I, my faith will save me. Even though that's bullshit and this is bullshit, my faith will save me. Holds the yeah. snakes up. He gets bit. He's dead. Because, like, yeah. he chose to believe a narrative that had been spoon-fed to him without ever trying to think that maybe there's something else going on here. And yeah. that's, that's my biggest takeaway from the whole thing is we're all being told a narrative by one side or the other. That, you know, yeah. this guy is a bad guy, that's a good guy, that's a good guy, that's a bad guy. And nobody's trying to find out for themselves what the real story is. And you end up in these weird, like, psychological, like, cognitive dissonance loops. Like, you know, all white guys are racist. All brown guys are soft-minded hippie liberals. If you're, yeah. if you're a minority, they have to believe that you have to fight for your right to freedom. But if you're, like, the majority, like a white guy, he's bad and he's going to keep you from getting your place in the world. And, and, and if you're a white guy, you never had to deal with any bullshit before. Never. Ever. You never had never. friendship in your life. And that, that drives me bonkers. It's like, I'm never going to weigh someone else's fucking problems against mine. Exactly. But don't ever fucking tell me that I got my job at any job that I got was because I beat out a bunch of minority dudes. Yeah, that's not like, real. I'm getting more of an hour because I'm white because that guy doesn't deserve it. And it's like, no, oh, man, I've had every different minimum wage job six yep. ways from Sunday. No, you no, know, that's that's like, entirely yeah. That's another that's another lie. The, the the great lie that I think is being told with the like that's why I say it's not white privilege as much as much as it is a luxury. Like you yeah, might have a luxury. That, like that that makes a lot more sense to me. Calling it a luxury makes way more sense to me because look at where we live. Look at this. Like I didn't grow up in Iraq. Yeah. I don't think I would have had white privilege in Iraq. No, no, no. Well, that's that's I true. I don't think I would have been treated poorly. I think I probably would have just integrated into society. Because yeah. usually when you move to a foreign place or you're not from there, you just integrate because that's what makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, when I go to Thailand, I don't expect them to treat me like a Canadian. No, 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 no. So here's here's how I used to break it down for people who kind of like wonder what I mean by that. If yeah. you're in a room and you've got a hundred white guys in a room. And you've got another guy comes in and he's number 101 and he's like a, I don't know, like a sharecropping white guy, like, you know, from a, from a small town, Alberta. And he's like, he's a farmer and you've got a hundred bankers. That guy, even though you've got a hundred guys who are bankers, when he enters the room, he is on the bottom of that list and they're going to treat him like he's in the bottom of that list. But the second a minority walks in that room, he is at the hundred level and that minority is at the zero level and he'll eat shit. And it sucks. Like, that's so true. Like, that's probably the best way to explain it. And it's like, but that's literally in North America. Yeah, th- that's, and, and like, that's and, something and like more white dominated cultures. But if I was, it would be the same way. If I, if I went to Thailand and there's the white guy in a room with a hundred and like a lower class Thai dude yes. and high class Thai people, there's still yes. people like, well, you're the foreigner. Exactly. So less, no, no, nothing ill will, but less trusting. I'm yes. like, sure, I don't care. Like, but this, yeah, I'm the white guy. It exists in Western cultures. Yeah. And the the one thing people have to understand about that, though, is that perpetuates itself because of, like, all, all the all the power base that's existed in the world for such a long time. Like, yeah. that that needs to change. That's what has to change. Yeah, There's been a power, power base in the world. In general, that, that makes the world go around that yeah, does that, right? That's like, what does that. And yeah. that's that's what has to be acknowledged by white people. That's it. Yeah. That's all that has to be acknowledged. Is that like? Well, and it's like the, the problem I have with the white people that complain about it the most is they're like, it's almost as if you think that no other race in the world has created their own class system for each other. Oh, for sure. Look at the caste system in India, man. 
but that's what I mean. Is they is like people are sitting here going, no, that's a white person. No, it's we not. We don't hate each other. We don't. They don't. Every other race is like the the extreme people that bother me that are like, it's it's all white people's bullshit. It's like man, there's tons of class systems and in, in, in India the caste system and like I'm sure in Mexico there's rich Mexicans that think poor Mexicans. The cartels, you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the cartels treating civilians like slaves and like like toys to be played with, like. Why, why are white people the only people that hate everybody else when everyone hates each other more? It seems. No, I've, I've, I've I mean, always China, said. Man, again, China, the way they treat all these different ways of treating people bad. It's Dude, I say, it to, I say it to people all the time. Like, white people have fucked a lot of shit up, but racism, racism isn't exclusive to white people against <laughs> everybody else. Like, yeah, racism like, and classism. Why, like, I just want more discussion. I don't want people to try and – I don't want to downplay it. Like, I, I hate how people take that kind of discussion and turn it into, well, you don't – you're racist because of it instead of like, no, I want more open dialogue. I want yeah. you to understand that the bubble you're in is, is meaningless in, in, in the grand scheme of things, you know? Yeah. But again, it's like trying to change someone's faith. You can't, like you it's, can't, it's almost impossible. It's indoctrination. On their own. Like they're indoctrinated into an idea. Yeah. And it's like the second, the second they, man, there's always that. I don't know if you've, you, you've definitely, I know you've definitely noticed it. And it's something I think we've noticed because we were in an industry where you had to gauge people very quickly. Like we had to judge people yeah. very fast, right? Yeah. Which, which also, it's almost like you get like in, you get looked well, at differently for, for being too judgmental in your yeah, personal no, life. No, hold on. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting to a thing here. So like, there's this, oh. there's this thing that happens. Like the second you kind of bring up a new point of view to somebody who doesn't want to accept that point of view because they've been indoctrinated, they'll almost like, they'll look at you in a way and open their mouth because they're formulating a concept. And like right away, you're like that guy will never see it my way. No. And that's everybody now. That's yeah. what I was. That's what I meant by that thing. It's like we we kind of know that look. Like I know you know that look too because we've told yeah. people before. Like, hey man, like you can't come in wearing that shirt, or you know you can't you can't be doing what you're yeah, doing. It's the, it's the it's like, dog head turn. Yeah, it's a little head turn and a mouth open, and you can yeah. see their their wheels start turning, and they'll never see it your way. Like they'll never see it from your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about, and that that's, seems that's, to be that's the whole like when I brought up. Uh, you like there's no there's only winning an argument and not winning an argument exactly yeah, yeah exactly you're yeah. not gonna win the argument you're not gonna win it to, because you to them it's you binary even, you weren't even able to just trick them long enough to get them back out the door yeah. you know like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and yeah, that's so yeah baffled. they're like oh, maybe I am wrong no 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 not me it's not me it's them it was always yeah. them I was never wrong it was always them it was always them I was never wrong god damn yes. that's a that's a lot of that was a heavy discussion today. Yeah, sorry, man. I don't know. I, I like I, I I was really enjoying the pop culture shit, and then we got into we used conspiracies to turn into rants. Wow, you were pretty fired up today, buddy. Yeah, and you know what I hate, but I, I think I was more fired up that I that the sh- that it made me mad that I, that I enjoyed the show, but it had such a glaring flaw in my eyes, right? I think this is like even after we've talked about it for like almost like an hour and a half, whatever it is. I th- I feel like from what I've seen is that there is a finger point going on that you just that you feel is aimed at you. And a lot of that kind of, a lot and, of that and, kind and of like, I, a, I almost feel like I'm wrong for taking it personally. And I have to learn no. not to, because I know that it's not, I don't get attacked. It's not I you. Yeah. It's but, not you. I, well, I, I do think I take it a bit personally, but in, in recent times, it's been more close to home, right? Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I had somebody about asking me to do security for, for a group that has basically shunned my type of person. Yeah. But they, they and, want you as a flag. And then they ask for help from me yeah. against people that are shunning them actually, or they think are going to. I'm like, well, now I'm pissed off and I want to tell you how I feel about that, Yeah, yeah. but I'm not going to because that's not necessary. And then even just recently now, just the inundation of 
we need to be more blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, aren't, aren't I already? Are you? You don't need to post that. I don't think you're racist. Like, Yeah, man. It, that That's the problem, right? It's like... I think I'm taking it personally. I, and think, I think I need to rise above that yeah you you definitely need to because it's not you and i can i can say that like i've got friends who like i've got a lot of i've got a lot of white friends i got a lot of white friends i've got (laughs) i've got a lot of white friends you don't need to to white shame or what is it what is it when dudes say they got black friends oh when they try to like i got a lot of black friends like don't shame me i got black no but like i have a lot of white friends who feel the same way and i always try to make the same point to people who and there are ones who understand like there's guys like you who are like the finger's not being pointed at you. It's just there's a problem with people who look like you. It's like, it's look, just, man. It's being, it's being thrown like this, you know, and it's hard to avoid it. All we're saying, we're not saying all white people are racist. We're just saying all white supremacists are white. That's it. That's all we're saying. <laughs> and, I, and I love that, that use. It's almost a meme. Yes. But it's so rational. Yeah. Like, like, the memes are going to save us. Man, I think they're really gonna the memes us. are going to save us. That's all I want. Like, I wish that more people would understand that because that's that's the most true thing, I think, that somebody can say about racism. I don't know if I invented it, but I definitely say it a lot. I'm not, not saying... Are white. Well, well, yeah. no, it's not, all, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Well, but even that can go a certain way. Like, maybe some guys yeah. are Mitt Romney guys. They just don't like black people. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. Or maybe maybe some of them like Andrew Yang. I don't know. Like, uh, who knows, right? Maybe. Um, I also heard that too that there are people anti Asian hate people who think that Andrew Yang is a is a racist apologist. Oh yeah, for it's sure. Like, I think they're trying to slander him because he's pushing for mayor in New York, which sucks. Because I man, I would have voted for Andrew Yang for president if I had the opportunity. That yeah. guy's fucking clever as shit. He's a sharp dude. And, he's and, a really and sharp he, dude. He he finds really passive aggressively intelligent ways to to debate people mm-hmm. and the people he's debating aren't, aren't intelligent politicians right yes. so they're, they're andrew cuomo for christ's sakes they're they're a freaking monster you know yeah, yeah. he's a i'll just fucking i'll just fucking kill you bro it's like oh a man. jersey a jersey gangster he's yeah. just like a wannabe jersey not even a real jersey yeah. gangster like a wannabe jersey gangster um but yeah you're right it's like it's not all white people are racist but all white supremacists are white yeah that's all except we're saying man except for what clayton bigsby you know clayton yeah the one the one black guy, <laughs> but not, that's, that's the issue. It's like, if you get a, if you like, there's, there is going to always be that thing where if you're a minority in a room full of white guys, you'll always be the odd man out. That's just the truth of it. But I don't but, think but, it always it comes down to is like, what happens? Like what I think people's next step when they're too invested is that once we establish, there's only one minority in that room, they all become racist towards him. Yeah, like, no, but think that's, that that's the natural progression is like, in a yeah, room yeah. Full of white guys, there's one brown guy, they all become racist towards the brown guy. And that's not true at all. No, it's no, not. No, no. That's insane. That'd be like, they, they wouldn't be able to walk down the street. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. Now, th- what I what I will say is the likelihood of that person having an equal treatment will will be lower for yeah. sure because he's different. See, this is the thing, right? If you if you've got that guy, you got cops outside. What the hell's that all? No. The, so here's the thing, bud. I got a fucking neighbor with a Tesla. Okay. And for some reason, they turn it and park it backwards sometimes. Uh-huh. And their headlights blink at night for some oh, reason. No, I've seen I that, dude. Know. Yeah, it's like when somebody walks by, I think the lights flash. Yeah, it's honestly, it happened, it's happened a number of times, and I'm, I'm, it hasn't happened in a while, but I honestly wanted to do something about it. Oh, God, don't do it. And not in a bad way, but I was almost like, I'm going to leave a note, be like, hey, do you not want to, why do your car lights flash? Because yeah, I don't yeah. know which, which apartment they live in, but. It lights up my whole apartment. It's every... pretty bright. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm sitting here looking at you. Lights doing this every once in a while. Yeah, I'm on the screen and it's like it's pretty bright. 
and I had no idea why. Um, oh, and it, it, it like the first time it happened, it was actually during my heroic dose, and I had a very long discussion with myself about doing something that instinctively I would have done and oh, not no. doing something. Oh, I was honestly, I had good. a can of spray paint in my house, and I was just gonna go spray paint out the headlights. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. And just be like, you can afford new ones. Yeah, you know, you've got to test them. Fucking, why is you, is your car battery dying? Is that why the lights flash? Like, have, like not to talk shit about your neighborhood, but like a guy with a Tesla in that neighborhood's kind of weird. Yeah, I think so too. Think but I think they own on. the building. That's why. Oh, could be. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because like, but it's like, why do you turn it? Why do you park it backwards sometimes? Does it need to charge? And if it's charging, why are the headlights blinking every? That is really weird. Yeah, I don't like so that. So anyway, I we'll see how I feel about that later. But I feel like it's not really a good idea to react to it. I might yeah. leave a note and be like, hey man, why can you elaborate on why you're basically illuminating one side of our building with your car every other night? Like, she just start calling in random police complaints about it getting broken into. Lights keep flashing. Yeah, I was like, I think a car alarm. Keeps, yeah, I think someone keeps breaking into this Tesla. Yeah, this Tesla's uh, lights keep flashing. I think somebody keeps breaking into it. Like multiple yeah. police reports. <laughs> and then eventually, it's like oh, I'm just not gonna yeah, park it just, anymore. They just get sick of me calling, and they go to the guys like, "Hey, what the fuck is with your car? We keep <laughs> getting phone calls." <laughs> Fucking guy. Oh, yeah, good lord, so man. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think you touched on a lot of that. That makes like makes quite a bit of rational sense in that. And and yeah, I know. I think I need to take it less personally. Uh, it's just become way closer to me though. Usually I can just for let sure. everyone be crazy outside of my bubble. And, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's like I was saying, right? I mean, I've got a lot of friends, like a lot of white friends who feel victimized by things they they just kind of used to offhandedly say without without or, realizing. Or never did before, and now it's like, I feel like I have to feel guilty for people that are doing it, even though I've never done it. Like, well, again, I had, I had tons of friends that would say things are gay or use the word fag all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I never was like, Hey, that's offensive. I was just like, I don't use it that way. That's not my thing. No, yeah. and I never once. It never. It, I never had to correct my friends because I didn't get. If they want to say it. That's them. Like I never gave a shit. But like I also know that I don't think that word means that. Yeah. And I knew, and I knew that it was like to me it's wrong. But I just was like, I'm not. I'm not them. Yeah, that's not your cup of tea, man. Yeah. 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 And so, so I don't. I don't need to tell them how to live their lives. That's another thing. Is like, how does any human get to dictate what any other human does in their life? Yeah, that that's that's a big part of it, right? Everybody wants to yep. dictate. Nobody wants to suggest that you're ignorant. Everybody wants to call you a racist and tell you to yes. stop. Yeah, I need you to know that you aren't being as good as me. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's, that's what it is. Have a problem. And like that, I think that's a big part of it. I think the the biggest the biggest issue I think in the world right now when it comes to racism and cancel culture and consequence culture, whatever it is is that there is too many people out there who are just kind of ignorant, but they get called yeah. out as being piece-of-shit racists. Yeah, they, they throw way more of a, of a label on them than they even are aware of, and then obviously they'll get defensive because you should defend yourself. You should stick up for yourself in any situation, right? Like, people... Man, we have a friend that he, he, he looks at... There's a movie he looked at, I think, the completely wrong way, mm-hmm. where he thinks he likes the quote... Uh, from Pulp Fiction, where uh, what's his name is talking to Butch about how your pride is like bad for you, how having pride. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How fucks right? with you? That's like, your you pride that's, fucking like, with that's you. Sting you're feeling. That's your pride fucking with you. Fuck yeah, yeah, pride. Yeah. It's like fuck pride. I said, do you take pride in anything you do? Well, yeah. I was like, so why would you fuck pride? He's like, well, because in the situation, his pride got him into trouble. I'm like, no, his pride got him to take the fight and plan the whole situation the way yeah. he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. His pride is a boxer. Miss, what's his name? The the the, the gangster was Marcellus. trying to. 
What's that? Marcellus Wallace wanted him to take a dive for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, and, try, and he was trying to downplay. It's like, no, yes. no, no, you got to understand. Pride's bad for you. Your pride's bad for you. You just want to take this money and take a dive and relax. No, man. <laughs> no, man. But, but can you believe that there's a person out there that actually thinks what Marcellus Wallace is telling him is the correct? Is that's, that's how he interpreted that whole scene? Okay, let me just ask you real quick. Like, do I already know who this person is? Like, am I already? Yes. I've already picked. Yeah, I know who it is. But that's the yeah. thing. That's youth, right? What? I I think that's like that's the that's like youth filtering it the wrong way. But but how do you how do you misinterpret something so bad and then you think in real life like you can take that misinterpretation yeah. and apply it to real life, but only because you think that pride the word pride has to be associated with racism. Oh oh, that's what it is. Yes. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not what that is at all. Like he took that and he's like, well, you know, because like pride, like being pride, proud of something is like, it's like you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be proud of stuff. Or like pride is is, is like a trick. It's no. like wait, it's like your brain tricks you. It's like what are you talking about? I was like, do you not take pride in in, in this? You do this really well, and you're not proud that you did it. Oh, he... I, I take I take pride in all the hard work I put into anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he took. No, he no, doesn't understand. Like, yeah, he doesn't understand what pride. What? He doesn't understand what the pride, what the actual meaning of pride is. Well, yeah, and I just thought yeah, it's yeah. like, no, Marcellus Wallace is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he... like he's a manipulator, and he and he totally fucks over Marcellus Wallace. And then even though he was horrible to him, he saves his life. Yeah, his own, and he's and he's proud. His his pride got him through that entire fucking thing. Yeah, he he's that. Well, that is the the narrative of that story. That's the theme yeah, of that he was story. Willing to risk everything for a fucking watch, yeah. right? Like. Like all that stuff reflects, but he's like, no, no, no. The moral of the story is that if you'd have just taken the money, yeah, your yeah. life would have been fine. No, man, you'd have like, bent that's, over that's, everybody. That's the coward's way out. Yeah, you'd bend over for everybody. The second you do yes. that, you are bending over for everybody. Yeah, you you didn't let anybody rape you. Well, that's what he exactly. Just basically told him. Yeah, yeah he, and, exactly. And then he saved Marcellus Wallace from literally getting raped. We had a uh, a friend of a friend always give me heat for why like. There, there was an incident that happened in a, uh, in a shopper's drug mart. So I'm walking to a shopper's drug mart. It's me and my mom. I'm taking oh, her to get. There was an incident in a shopper's drug mart. In a shopper's drug mart. So I'm walking in there with me and my mom, and she walks ahead of me a little bit because like that was when they had the, the swinging doors kind of thing. Okay. And the uh, lineup for the shoppers kind of comes. It was a weird setup. So it would come across the doorway. So when you walk in, you're perpendicular to the lineup of people buying their groceries. Okay. So it was a weird setup. So we're walking in. I see this dude, and I just like in my head, all the data just kind of like pinged him. Like just like this guy's something's gonna happen here. Yeah. And as my mom is walking towards him, I'm not. I'm gonna tell you straight. He's like a big white guy. He yeah. steps backwards. He makes eye contact with me, and my mom, and then he steps backwards and gets in her way. So I'm like, what the fuck was like that? You thought she was gonna take his spot in line? No, he just got in her way as she's walking in through the doors. So you know me. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a dumpster fire. So I just kind of. <laughs> So I just kind of reach over, I grab his back, and I just give him a nice stern shove forward. Nothing hard, but I just make room because that's my mama. So I give him a good yeah. stern move forward. He kind well, of I mean, turns. I feel like he would have done that for his mom. Probably, but like it was, there was eye contact made. Like it wasn't like he mistakenly stepped back. I just mean, you know, like you doing that for because it's your mom. Yeah. I feel like he would have done that for his mom. Very likely. If you decided to be ignorant, you know, like just being an asshole. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his motivation was, but he's just being an asshole in my eyes anyway. Yeah. So I kind of make him move forward a little bit, and then um, that that's kind of for me the end of it. I'm walking away. He turns and yells, "Don't ever fucking touch me again!" So I, I say, people, "I love when people do that because it's like they have a dis. It's you know how people that actually are like have a, a mental disorder where they can't be touched. Or yes, whatever? yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody has it, and everybody. it's like, no, no, you're okay, bud. You're fine, like, pal. You're so okay. All I did was turn and say, "Yo, princess, I'm never gonna fucking see you again," and I walked away. 
That yeah. was it. Now we had a friend of a friend who you know. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop a name because like you know he's already gone through this with me a couple of times. But he's oh. like, why do you always do that though? Like why do you always make that extra point? I'm like because if I let him get away with that with me, he's gonna get away with it with somebody else or try it with somebody else. Well, that's that's his his, his little confidence boost for the day. Exactly, right? that's his little thing. Blowback from being an asshole. That's right. So the second you see that shit happen, yeah, it's gonna get you in trouble every now and then. Maybe, yeah. maybe it will. Maybe he maybe he steps up and does something. Who knows, right? But at yeah. the same time, if I let him get away with that with me. Maybe I let somebody else get away with that with me as well. Or maybe I let him like bully me into submission for whatever reason. It ain't ever going to happen, but who knows? Yeah. But then he keeps doing that to other people who he thinks he can get away with it with. So you've got to kind of like, you got to stop that behavior. It's like fucking dog whisperer shit. You have to stop that behavior before it becomes a problem. I got to his neck a little bit. Well, like people, people that think like the thing is in the end, not, I shouldn't say in the end, but like maybe he just thinks, okay, this is fine to do. And the wrong person is off hinged and they do something awful to him. And he gets like, he's a regular, again, like dudes that are regular guys that go to the bar and then end up leaving with like their faces totally rearranged. 5,000%. And it's like, you have a day job, man. You got to go to work and tell everyone that all oh, these fucking bouncers jump me. I'm like, no, man. Like, no, man. You, made us, you, you took it this far. Yes. Right. You took it this far. We don't wait around to rearrange people's faces. We want to do nothing all night. I, I want to stand there. I want to stand there and do fucking nothing. Like when I go to, so, I when I go to envelope and a beer and I want to fucking leave. Yes. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fill out incident reports. Nobody gets that. No man. So when you're getting your face rearranged, it's because the guys doing it are thinking about all the bullshit they have to deal with yep. because of you. Exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> so right. When you're in a shopper's drug market and you want to lift somebody off because you think it's the tough guy thing to do, yeah. you got to go to work with a limp for the rest of your life. Uh, that's your problem. That's your problem, man. The thing is, like, I've I've always said that. Like, we've been doing that. We've we have, man. I know I shit on people a lot for being like the party time bouncers and whatever, but like we've yeah. been doing this job a long time. And it's yeah. been knives, it's been guns, it's been punches, it's been rocks, it's been bricks. Just unhinged people. Like, and I'm still here. Like, I'm still here. What makes you think yeah. you're going to be the first guy to get one yeah. over on me? Like, I'm, you're, yeah. you're walking with a permanent limp, pal. Like, that's just yeah, the way it is. And, 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 I, and like, being, being out now, too, it's more just, like, I'll avoid what I can, but also knowing how I uh, have to deal with the situation. And it's like, well, I don't have five bouncers around anymore. No, no. So now I have to be concerned myself with how do I deal with this without like dying or getting hurt. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, and for me, it's always, and I mean, not to not to go back to the whole idea of like being a minority walking around the planet, but at the same time, like I've had that thing in my head where, like we talked about last time too, where as a bouncer, we're always in the we're always in the situation where we're, they're trying to kill you. That's just how it well, is. Dude, well, and even so, that thing as a minority, what I've noticed is that if there's like three white bouncers and a minority bouncer mm. the white guys immediately directs all of his anger at the minority guy yeah for sure even if you even if you didn't have any if you, even if you were just the backup and Fucking, i was literally the guy kicking dude, him in the ball story of my life yeah the minority guys get yelled at first always it's so funny because I'm, I'm always like Ooh? like yeah. what did you just got here man look <laughs> at me like look at me he dude, just got here. do you remember the the one that i went to court for when me and luke go to court yeah i had a guy oh, one of them I wasn't even in one of them. I wasn't even involved in the situation. Yeah. Two guys got kicked out. They go downstairs. The one guy wants his hat back. I go upstairs, get his hat. I bring it out and I hold my arm out. And he tells me, you're going to fucking come here and give me my hat. So I threw it at him. 
I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna walk over there. I just toss it at him. No, fuck him. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I, I don't even dude, know I what throw, the. I've thrown shit into the street when we used to work there. Yeah, no, I threw this to his chest. Like I thought I was gonna I catch it. I've, I've thrown a guy's wallet out into the fucking road. Be like, oh, for sure. Do you want me to come over and give it to you? And I throw yep. it away. Lob it. So I kind of. You gonna fight me first? You gonna grab your wallet? I toss at him. It bounces off his chest and hits the ground, and he balls up his fist like a pitcher, like a fastball pitcher, and he runs at nice. me. And then he uh, he smacks me like square in the mouth, and then he like you know he thought he won this fight, so he's immediately like yes. I'm like, what do yeah. you mean? Yes. So I Darth Vader him. I just reach in and grab the guy. In his yeah. mind, he's got that five thousand percent thing going on, right? Yeah. Like oh, his yeah. abilities. He, he, man, he knocked you into the sun. Oh yeah, I was gone. I was like yeah. up the stairs, out cold, tits up, crying yeah. like a baby. But meanwhile, now he's getting cheese grated against the brick because yeah. like I think I'm cut and I'm pissed. Yeah. You know, it's like that's just what happens. Like you've got that, and I I'm the only brown guy in a group in a group of white guys, and I had nothing to do with that situation. No, exactly. You're the last guy to give him lip, and like, so that's the guy that they're gonna, that he's gonna remember. It right? happens, like, man. It's like, like he, like, go, like someone else could have been beaten on him for ten minutes, and then dude. he got up and dusted himself off. You, you threw his hat back, so you're the bad guy. Oh God, we had we had a great one uh, when I was still at a different bar, where we had this huge skirmish breakout because one of our guys got spat on, and it went like in his mouth. So we all kind of like had to grab a guy, oh, yeah, because we didn't know, we had no idea what this guy's medical history was. So now we're like, we're gonna grab this one dude. Fight breaks out. I come down the stairs after the code gets called. And then we have another guy who you know well, large man covered in tattoos. And he's yeah. going to grab a kid. And he's going to, he's, he's decided, he was a little unhinged. He's decided that's it. I got, I got to smoke this one dude. He's in the middle of a fight. I'm standing in front of the guy who's about to get hit. That guy gets hit. He comes back the next day and tells everybody that I'm the one that hit him. Yeah. So like now we got to go to the tapes. And I'm the only dude who came down, but like, cause I'm the only one he saw and I look different than everybody yeah. else. I'm the guy that punched him. Yeah, and that's I, that's the one thing, man. I always I always see that if it was any bar I worked at, the minority guy was the first one they'd look at, it. and it's like, oh Jesus, like it, that that to me again, it's like, well, if anybody's not racist, it's the bouncers because they're going to work with a minority group in oh, their yeah. group. Like, how, For sure. do you, how do you call a bouncer racist when he works with a native guy and a brown guy and a black guy? And now, granted though, man, like our crew was tight. Like we've been together yeah. for almost twenty years, man. Like we've been together a long time. Yeah, and that's true. Like, you guys were together before I even jumped in, and then yeah. on the Rocks thing that we were at was, like, a good, fuck, that was, like, well, a good four years for me of, like, yeah. the same crew of guys, right? So A good a good tight crew. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's I think we're, we're not biased, but we're j- not, not jaded, but we have, we built ourselves such a good bubble that we don't see the problems other people might go through. Yeah. Because, like, well, you know, we're a good team. I don't feel jaded anymore, uh, not as much as I used to, um. But I think there's a lot of other factors that accounted with that. But I do, for like, sure. I just remember, like, knowing genuinely that I disliked humans, like people, because the majority of the ones I dealt with were never good. Like, oh, yeah, the, like my, the volume was bad, was off. Like it was ninety percent bad, ten yeah. percent good, and and I had I had only that to rely on for like twelve years. It was the worst. You know, the ten percent good was the ones that I worked with, right? Yeah. It wasn't. I, I you know, no, let's say nine percent good, one percent stranger good like 90 percent bad nine percent of my was my co-workers one percent was like the random guest that was a nice person at a bar yeah who was decent yeah yeah who came in like just just to have a good time yeah and we're like blah blah blah, or like a a thankful customer or just they you know that they weren't there to do anything wrong and then the majority of them were just like well we're cleaning puke off of you or you're loud and mad at us or yeah like it was just you you hate (laughs) people so quickly doing that job isn't that fucked up like well, Dan, I got to tell you, that's the world now. That, that's everybody now. Yeah. 
So what did we yeah. learn today, buddy? What was our moral? What was our takeaway? Well, well uh, uh, I learned that I can, I should appreciate a show for its quality and not the laziness of other aspects. That it yes. Is. Well, I can also, I think you got to take things less personally. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, every time I do, I'm like, God, why do I do that? Like, yeah, I, it's always like immediate reflection of yeah. my thoughts and it's frustrating. It's so like, well, if I feel that way afterwards, why can't I just stop the idea from getting into my brain? I th- well, it's hard. Uh, well, if I'm not, fourth wall cognizant of it, why am I allowing it to happen? Not to drag it further, but I think it is difficult because out of most of the guys I know, I would say the, the group, like our group, our core group, I know not to be shitty, but I also know that they feel like the world thinks they're shitty. Yeah. So it's got to be, it has to be hard for you guys as well. It's not because like you're being looped into the group and that's got to suck. Well, so it's so ridiculous that you even have to consider it. I've never in my life, in, in my entire life, have I ever had to consider that I'm going to be disliked. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, welcome to my world for people that have been like in those situations. But I'm like, no, but you can point out the, the, the bad aspects of why someone is racist yes. for someone to be like, you deserve to know what it's like because of what happened before. Yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Right. But at the same time, in a in a weird roundabout way, welcome to my world, Dan. Well, well yeah. I mean, the yeah, pressure, I look at the pressure that but, you're but feeling is exactly like, what we're you like. You aren't doing it. And I'm not getting hated. Like it's not white people ha- being hated by minorities. Yes. It's other white people telling white people they suck. And it's like, that's not how this supposed to work yeah so i'm here i'll clarify down more than that i don't think it's necessarily other white people i think it's the western world i think like western born people western culture deciding that it needs to make a shift and instead of shifting to just non-racism yeah they shift to to angry blame racism on another group when all the minority groups are like probably like they aren't going welcome to my world. They're but they're not like take that either. You know, like yeah. I don't think the brown guys running around telling me like take that white guy. They, no, they I mean you know you know too also is like there is a uh, I I think the thing is like people who are minorities just want to be validated that we've had a rough go at it. That's it. They just want yeah they want to know they can just do normal shit. They don't want to have any special treatment, but they also want people to understand that yeah it does suck for us. It times. fucking like, sucks. Yeah. It does, and it does. Like openly, I'll tell you, like being a minority is not. It's not like I'm just walking down the street every day, normal. It's not like because we live in a multicultural society. Yeah. That like it's but just a. It's it's easy. You can go anywhere else in the world, and it's not either. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Europe, but like or, or like the UK, but yep. you don't go to Iraq and, and and the Middle East, and it's very multicultural there. And yeah, but they I, don't. They're not. They don't need it. I'm not there, so who gives a shit? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, like number one, I'm not there. I just want. I just want. Like, here's the thing. For us, we like I, like uh, all meme joke aside about the white supremacist and all that kind of stuff. All that aside, it's just a matter of like when you're when you're from your own country that you're born in, yeah. and then somebody does the go back to your own country shit, or like yeah. you know like you're I'm a I'm like first generation born, but I know people who are first generation fucking Ukrainians, and yeah. like nobody's gonna tell them to go back to their own country. No, and and that's the thing is like. That's that's the blatancy that that anybody would be able to point out. Yeah. Is any like and and, and it's annoying that it happens because yeah, it's like I've like if you had a, like a sixteen year old white kid tell you to go back to your country, it's yeah. like I was living here longer than you've been a fucking alive. Exactly. You weren't that, even and, fucking and jizz. Like, yeah, you fucking ignorant <laughs> yeah. moron. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But 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 that's definitely a, a very clear version of where the ignorance is. Yes. But then. But I, that's not everybody. Like, I, that's not you. Yeah. No, but yeah, exactly. And you can you can directly point out to somebody that that doesn't make any sense. Yes. Because it's like their parents also emigrated here. Yeah. And, and, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just, 
that shit pisses me off too but at least it's so blatant that you know it's like no what are you nuts like who would yeah. say that like yeah i that like, those are things that bother me like that that kind of shit like i like even like i know we've got some people not to, again we're just dragging it on but like the don cherry thing too like the fucking yeah. Like, honestly, like, that bothers me. Like, the Don Cherry thing bothers me. Because, number one, okay, first and foremost, like, fuck that guy for his weird old man point of view. But also, yeah. like, fuck the CBC for not making him do an apology tour. Because I think they could have learned something. He could have gone to minority communities. He could have talked to people. And they could have come to an understanding. Like, what did you mean by it? Oh, I didn't mean... Well, because are you telling me there weren't minorities that were fans of his because they were just hockey fans? Yeah, for sure. Before all that? Oh, for sure. For sure, so, for sure. so what the hell would you like, dude? You want to you? You probably have fans that you could talk to, and maybe exactly that would, that would be the the fourth wall breaking for him. Is he'd have some brown family that loves yeah. him? That's all so he had like, to do. Why would you say that about us? Yeah. He's like, well, I don't fucking God, what do you mean? Yeah, but yeah. instead he just doubled down. Like yeah. that. That's what bothered me about it. Like he had such a great opportunity. Like that yeah. could have been like a like a fucking amazing opportunity for an yeah. old man to sit down and say like, hey, maybe I said something that touched people, and maybe I'll talk to like. The Sikh community. I'll talk to the Chinese yeah. community. We'll all have this whole little sit down and we'll all look really good because well, like I took the time to learn. Prove that there are hockey fans in those communities yep. that don't sit there and go fucking there's this white, racist white guy, but now they will because yep. of what you said. Exactly. But but up until that point, they probably weren't like, fuck this racist white guy. You no, know? nobody like, was, man. Cherry. He's a hockey guy, you yep. know, like, but, and he could have, he could have went and done that. And yeah, and, and again, it's the worst part is he didn't just not apologize. He doubled down. You can not apologize because, you know, nowadays it's like if you apologize for things, you're fucked. Like, not exactly. in that sense, but, you no, know, you, like, but, the people that don't apologize seem to recover better. But he was like, I'm going to just place more on that. Man. Exactly. You know, like, and the the worst part is he didn't need to, quote unquote, apologize. All he had yeah. to do was say, like, maybe I said something that came across the wrong way. Yeah. And just, then... Just a- 10-part yeah. CBC documentary, all summer long, he's with, like, minority yeah. communities, and he comes across yeah, looking like a fucking hero. Rural, not rural, but, like, goes and visits communities all over Canada or some shit, just, just yeah. and have a big hockey party with them. Yeah. And don't even go down and be like, listen, guys, I'm sorry what I said. Just go and let him experience minority cultures right. liking hockey. Right. Because that's pretty fucking normal, especially in Edmonton. You yeah. know, like, like, it's not uncommon to see minorities wearing hockey jerseys now. It's not exactly. like they all like soccer and fucking rugby, like... No, man. I mean, like, I'm a brown guy with a brown family, and my brown family loves hockey. Exactly. So, <laughs> like, it happens. Yeah, it was the, yeah, and I don't know. Maybe that, you know what? I think the CBC was just like, finally, we have a way to get rid of this old piece of shit. Yeah, I, you know, and they that's, want to help fix it. They just that's wrong. To pin it on him and get him out of there, you know? That's wrong, too, man, because they, they dropped the ball on that. They, and I bet you that was, I, I feel like that was almost the worst part is Don Cherry probably doubled down because he's like, fuck the CBC. Yeah. Uh, and then that's not the right choice to make, but his choice was to double down because of the CBC making the decision they made. It could have been. I, I just feel like just make them look more racist, every so. single person involved in that situation came across shittier for it. Yeah. Like every, like right down from the CBC to Don, like everybody involved in that situation came across shittier because, yeah. because they couldn't just sit down and talk to each other. Yeah. That really figure it out in a better way and it's too knee jerk and there's too much eight, like human resources stuff involved in these decisions now so no, such crap it, you know you bubble wrap them instead of like addressing weird topics like, hey let's just let's just fucking stop that part of the hell you know what let's, let's just yeah, we're just gonna yeah. circle to that You're instead really like angry negative shit today a- angry negative instead and I in a bad mood <laughs> no no, no I'm, we're, we're in a fine mood let's do this to make it a better mood before we uh, okay. before we shut the whole thing down you have got a barbershop pal Dude, yeah, I'm. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. 
I'm I could not be happier. Like you've got a really nice little place. We were there yesterday taking some photos. I'll send those to yeah. you later on. But uh, man, it's like it's a nice, real, tangible. Sit yeah. down and get your hair cut properly, barbershop. Yeah, it, it, but that's why I say it feels weird because it's like it's tangible. It's not just like a half-ass idea. I'm not just doing it out of my house. Like, nope. Even if I had a business license at my house and it was totally legit and everything, and I had clients, it still wouldn't feel as real as the fact that I have a place that I go to that I have to work on. And like I'm learning how to teach myself to time my posts, like for social media, and like like I'm really motivated. I'm motivated because I feel like I don't have any restrictions. Yes, because because I don't have to worry about someone else's image. Yeah. And it's in regards to trying to drum up my own business. Yeah. yeah. It's your image it's, on your business. Yeah. And it's like, it, and, and, and all I really need to worry about is that it's the work that proves it's worth what it is. But then my hard work on the other, like the all other aspect of it. Yeah. It's rewarding. It's rewarding because I'm not doing it for another person. Right. Yeah, it's for you and it's good. Yeah. Like I feel like if I, if I was to work where I was at the time, I would have been stifled and I was, I was not motivated again, not motivated at all to use social media to represent myself there. Right. I had no reason to do so. But here now, it's your own I, thing. I'm not going to lie. This might be kind of a weird, like egotistical thing, but I had all their social media on my social media before I started this. Yeah. yeah. And the posts that they were making were not as frequent as they are now. Oh, get out of town. So I'm wondering if maybe because I am posting daily my hours, my haircuts, my promo, making sure I'm staying relevant, and I'm seeing every day I see more and more updates and different updates and styled updates from the yeah, same yeah. people that wouldn't even post once a week. They're totally doing it because of that, hundred percent. So, and I'm almost secretly, I secretly feel like they're looking at it and going, "Well, fuck, where was this guy like a month ago?" For sure, and no, like, absolutely. Well, we better start posting more. But I mean, it's kind of egotistical, I think, to think that. But I'm also, I noticed the difference. No, that I had happens. I've been on social media for three months, and I never saw the same post they do now. It totally happens. It it absolutely happens. No, it, it, there there are people out there who will be lazy at what they do until they see one of their peers who's on their level suddenly go beyond their level, then yeah. they step up their and game. Is, it's it's like. And, and you know what, man? Spite is a motivator. It's a hell of a motivator, right? <laughs> spite is and a hell of a motivator. And I've used it myself. Yes. But I know that right now, spite is not my motivation for this job. No. You know? no, 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 that's not good. And I'm glad. And like, my, it's not my motivation to do more posts and to learn how to be better at being a solo business owner guy. Not not business owner, so solo entrepreneur. I don't entrepreneur. I will, uh, I will tell you, I knew that you were, like, it was a legit, serious, real thing when we were booking a haircut the other day to, to do the photo shoot to, for, yeah. uh, for a Raj. And you're like, actually, let me give myself some buffer time. Like, you were you were scheduling to give yourself cleanup time. Like, you yeah. weren't just booking at 4, then booking at 4.15, then booking at 4.30. You were booking yeah. at 4, and then at 4.30, because you needed time to, like, clean your shit. Like yeah, to have the place like tied up. Minutes for that, but like. But still, there's like. Know, I wanted that. Yeah. There's like a a like a like a cyclical thing. Like you, when you organize your day for your business, you're not just running yeah. by the seat of your pants here. You actually have like a system. Yeah. Like in the and place no, where you and work. Like, and I gotta remember too, like, I, like I have no like. There's obviously been days when I will only have one haircut, and there's also days I haven't had any haircuts. Yep. And I'm not like, oh well, you know, it's pretty slow, and I peace out and go home. I want to stay there and just wait it out and read and like maybe do do some social media crap that I need to like I'm not making any money yeah in those hours but right? you're I'm not working you're putting in the time it's mine I have to be there and I don't understand why anyone would think of that in any other way and like, no. now at this point because it's in the same building I work my other job I'm literally there four days a week for about 16 hours a day <laughs> that's a you lot know? 
It's a lot it's of time. Funny, but it's like, I don't know. What does it matter? I get to listen to the music I like. Like, if I get it, I want to put a TV in there and just have, like, anime or whatever, put whatever I want on. Why I don't man? have to think, like, I, I love when you work for a business owner and they're like, no, you got to have this on the TVs because that's what people like. It's like, you did what study to find out that exactly. that's what is most successful for your business? Yeah. Where did you find that? Nowhere. <laughs> like, no, you Nowhere. made that up. Or, like, bars that always play sports highlights when it's like, more people will sit and watch movies than sure. sports highlights that play every 35 minutes. And put Die Hard on the screen. Yeah. Yeah, put Die Hard on the screen and not put the sports the highlights screen, I can look Batman up. Put on the screen, put an old comedy on the screen. You can put old school on three times in one night and no one will care. No, no, that's fine. Nobody's going to give you a shit. what I'm saying, but it's like, no, no, sports highlights or... The, yeah, yeah. the right music has to play the right kind of music you don't you you're not a fucking genius like well you're that's just a, a business you're locked into an identity that you've been sold as propaganda yeah <laughs> and like it's, it's this way or, or nothing works it's like oh my god man how come nobody just does what they want okay like, instead, just do what you want hold on stop <laughs> stop, stop shitting on those people for no reason Pro- promote oh, your business promote your business damn it so wait, hey, no, okay. Sorry, yeah. So it's 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 uh it's hands- actually handsome Dan. Like my shop is handsome Dan's, or I guess handsome Dan. It's me, right? Yeah. Yep. Like if I did a real shop, I'd want to call it handsome Dan's. For sure. Obviously. Yeah. yeah definitely. But uh, yeah, man, it's at the Evolve Gym now, and it's awesome. I love doing that. I want. I I just love the idea that I just I really vi- envision myself that by the end of the summer, I'm just going to be too busy to even think. Yeah. And man. I, I'm I'm so excited about that. No, it's right. Like, it's it's pretty cool. Work. 16 hour days cutting hair because I just I gotta fit everyone in like, yeah man well I remember like the first time when you when you finally like popped it open you were saying if I get one haircut a day I'll be good and then like yeah. I called you up and you're getting like three or four a day now yeah and like and man this is because this is really weird I don't this also is kind of like on a weird existential level but the one day I didn't have any haircuts mm-hmm. and then someone asked me and for some reason I was embarrassed that I didn't have any haircuts so I'm like oh yeah but I don't have any until later in the day today yeah, 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 and then what happened later in the day? I got two haircuts back to back after six p.m. Not bad. So did my lie put out a thing? Or no, man. Like, and they were both like short notice haircuts. Like, walk, one was a walk in that I had to book in a half hour, and the other one was, "Hey, I'm coming down today. Can I get my haircut?" But there was, they were just so short notice, hours after I had resigned myself to feeling that I wasn't going to get any haircuts, but had lied. <laughs> right. So it's I like, think, so I think... did I manifest those? No, I think what happened was the universe is like, I'll show him. Yeah, <laughs> the universe is like saying, is I'll I show him. Like, oh well, you know, blah blah blah. And the universe is like, oh, you want haircuts? I'll give yeah, you yeah. fucking haircuts. Yeah. yeah, you got some time, do you? Not yeah, anymore. Got, got, some free time. <laughs> got some free time, boy. I'll get you some haircuts. Got some free time, boy. Yeah. Not anymore. So you don't. The universe is fucking with me in a great way. Oh, for you sure. Oh, that's great, man. I'm really, I'm really glad it's working out because it's a nice little spot. Like, it's actually well, we yeah, should mention it's, it's evolved strength on the south side of Edmonton. Yep. Like off 91st and, uh, well, not 91st. It's, 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 it's 89th street. So the address for the, it's like in a big, like, uh, not in a big industrial complex, but those mezzanine warehouse style yep. machine shop areas that you see everywhere. It's, it, there's a gym in there, obviously, but the upstairs is all practitioners. You can do whatever you want up there. So yep. renting out a, a, a small room just to do men's haircuts is just like, just pay the rent, you know? That's not bad at all. Yeah. And like, I, I have a really supportive employer that offered and encouraged me to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's what helped me make that transition when I was at my other job. Right? Yeah. We should I mention just, he's a, he's a solid dude. Yeah. It's crazy, man. He's a really, and he, anyone, he, anyone that wants to try and uh, their own business or try something or venture something, he's like, do it. I can help you. And like, it, he doesn't expect anything from them other than to succeed at what they do. And don't be lazy. Yep. You know, like he takes a chance on somebody and if they don't work, if they fail, but work their ass off, he's, he's very like, you know what? You really tried at this. This is how you learn. But if you don't put the work in and it suffers, he's like, well, I offered you help. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> like, I gave you everything you wanted, and I offered yeah. you assistance, and you didn't take yeah. it up, and it failed. So what yeah. do you expect, so right? that also, to me, is like a really good motivator to know that someone's there. It's like they really see that faith, or they see that they didn't go, you know, I don't really think this is your thing, you know? Like, yeah, you didn't yeah. talk me out of it. And you know what? In some cases, people probably do get talked out of it, but then maybe you, you realize later they were wrong, the person that talked But I don't know. But I think if you can get talked out of something, you weren't supposed to do it or you weren't able to hack it. Yeah, and maybe maybe yeah. at that time in your life you, you should have known better, but you didn't. So yeah, years man. later you find out that's trial and error, right? Yep, like for sure. I always joke that I'm a slow learner, you know, I figure out shit later than everyone else does. And it's like whatever. You know, like figuring out that kind of like taking that risk is a better choice than slaving away somewhere else where you don't think you're making any progress. Look, man, do you wanna be eighty five years old wishing you change, or do you wanna be thirty five years old in the middle of change? just glad that you did yeah, yeah that, you're, that you're changing yeah and i see that with a lot of other people and then i feel hypocritical for bringing that up i'm like do, do you want to be this way that you were yeah. for the last 10 years or do you want to figure yeah. some shit out and stop caring about all the other shit that doesn't exactly. matter anymore no for sure like, i know there's lots of people that think that way yeah like i mean well for sure this year i decided we were going to do a lot more video production stuff like in my mind i was like you know what we're going to start doing a lot more like um get the camera do like decent production work we have all the gear here why not and then yeah. all of a sudden, it was one of those things where the second I started saying it to people, and it wasn't like a universe sent it to me, I just started mentioning that people were doing it. Now we're getting phone calls saying, hey man, I heard you're doing it. You want to do this? Hey, I heard yeah. you're doing that. You want to do, do this with me over here? Do you have a drone? Do you have, this? Do you have all this gear? Can you do it? I'm like, yeah, we have all that shit to go. So yeah. it's like the second you start, it's almost like it's not so much the universe hands it to you or like, you know, you put good thoughts out, good thoughts come back. It's you just bullhorn that shit. Like be yeah. a good person. Tell people you're being a good person and you're doing good shit and they'll come to yeah. you. And try to tell the truth as much as you can. You know, like be honest, even if it's to a fault because you have to learn from your mistakes because like you won't get to address those mistakes if you lie to cover your mistakes, right? Oh, man. And it's like, I, man, I had to learn that. I had to learn hard and there's sometimes I still lie about shit. I'm like, fuck, like you don't feel good about it. No, man, it's no good. Like, yeah, it, it, it's just better. And you know what I noticed too is just, like I said, you, you see who, how people respond to what you're doing. Yeah. And it really says who they are as a person. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, and then, oh, look at that complete stranger. Wow, how supportive. And then you have someone you think knows you really well. And they treat what you're doing as like, they feel slighted by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And For it's sure. super weird. Because then I'm like, I'm not trying to make you upset. I think like, one person actually thought when I opened it up, that I was avoiding them as a client. Oh, get out of town. They were like, I don't know what I did to you, but like, you keep blowing me off. And it's like our schedules just wouldn't match up. And I was just super busy. Yeah. And I was like, and I tried to use them as a hair model and then I couldn't. And and then I like, I was going to use them as a hair model. And then I had to do the shop where I did the shop. And then mm. they're like, like, do you not want me to be a client of yours? And it's like, man, just so you know, that is definitely not something on my radar. Yeah. That just brought up. I had no idea that like, like you think that's so arrogant to think that anything i've done in my personal life yeah. has any reason to be connected to you is Nothing. crazy <laughs> no that's that is crazy those are yeah. those are people with like their own issues man not somebody yeah, with their I own issues said, and i was like no I, i'd still be willing to do these situations but my life is quite busy and i didn't know that i didn't really think updating you was important yeah because you're like a third string person in my life and i didn't even really update <laughs> close well, and not to be negative, but like, there's, I didn't even really tell my mom I was going to do this until after it happened. It's right? going to happen. I didn't really have time to, to sit down with her and explain what I'm doing, you know? No, it happens, man. I mean, life, yeah. it, life comes at you right, fast like, sometimes. 
Huh? <laughs> I said, life comes at you fast sometimes. Dude, and, and then I said it, that, that mushroom trip thing was like, in while I was high in that mushroom trip, I thought about how, like, the envisioning that my life, like, I have this idea that I need to plan to be ready because my life is going to go 80 miles an hour down a highway yep. and I'm black bagged in the back of a van. Right? I'm going to run. <laughs> out of the vehicle when it kicks me out right it's gonna happen man i mean i think that's a good lesson for anybody though it's like you if you just if you just if you're not lazy and you take the time to build like strong relationships with people who want to help you and you don't think you're where you want to be all of a sudden maybe you're going to be moving faster than you expected because like you know yes that's that's a great way to put it and that's kind of how i looked at it is i saw like something's going to happen or i need to be ready for some sort of like being my age, it's going to be a lot harder to handle the no sleep or the whatever routines. Like when you're 20, you can try to, you can grind through anything. You right? can, but then there's no, I the, more, I got to be more like logical and planned out yeah, now. For so sure. But there's I a flip side to that. There's, there's a flip side to that whole idea too, right? If you're yeah. shitty and you don't treat people well, and then you don't make good relationships and you try to succeed in whatever business you're doing, nobody's going to fucking come to you. You yeah, know, and that's like, that's the opposite. I think on everything else. that's what you kind of like, you know, that one thing with the social media posts and whatnot, or people asking you like, how come you're not, you're not talking to me anymore. It's like, look, man, yeah. I'm making the connections and relationships that I need to make to succeed. And yeah. unfortunately, like we haven't made that relationship. Yeah. And that's, or like, just because you don't, you aren't like a, a necessity in my life doesn't mean you aren't a person in my life. Exactly. Like, exactly. So. You're not hateful or spiteful. I that way, which is nice. I kind of said, like, it literally, that's not something you have to worry about. Yeah. The last two weeks have been pretty nuts, and you weren't on my radar, and it's definitely nothing personal. It's, it's like, oh, personal. okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they just need, they just need that. They need that pat on the back. They need, they need their back rubbed. It's yeah. Like, it's yeah, okay, Bubba. It's okay, man. It's like, <laughs> not you. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. on my radar. Oh, uh, handsome Dan the barber. Uh, Evolve strength and fitness on the south side of Edmonton. Yeah. Got a cool ass logo. You got a nice little space. Comic books yeah. all over the walls. Yeah. Uh, photos will be up soon. I'll put them. I'll put links to all your shit in the description below this video. Okay, sweet. I think we blew this one out. Damn, how many hours did we go? Uh, we are two thirty, I think, right now. Fuck, oh, sorry, two man. and a half hours. Fuck, I was... It's all good. Yeah, but I wanted to. I mean, we had a real dark period there. I feel bad about that. No, that's all right. <laughs> I was. I was kind of glad that a lot of times, like, if you're ranting on something, that means I don't have to do all the ranting, and usually I'm the ranty guy, so like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't like doing that either. I don't want to take up all the air. You We're know, well, a lot we are of gonna. The music's on. We're signing off. We'll keep talking. But uh, music okay. is on. We're signing off. BSFW. Uh, do whatever you want. Like it. Share it. I don't. I don't, I don't know. They'll. They'll keep doing that. But um, we'll keep. We'll keep going for a minute. But uh, headphones yeah. off. We're done. <laughs>